This meeting is being recorded. Shut the fuck up. Got it. All right. What's up? I'm doing another uh, gladiator. Who do we got in here? We got Fish. We got DuPont. We got Venancio. We got myself, Tom Rodriguez. We're expecting bullpen guru, Zito, Barry Zito. Who else is in there? Oh, we got baseball pods here too. Oh, I'm on the clock. Shit. Draft. Draft room. All right. Oh, okay. You got a surprise here. Five seconds. Yeah, that's not a hard pick. Oh, it is a hard pick because it got me hard. So what uh what has happened so far here? Pretty standard, standard right? Acuna, uh, J Ram, Tree Turner, and J Rod. And we got bullpen guru up at number five. I think those Yo, are the consensus top four picks, right? In most traps right now. Chris, fuck you for getting Vladimir Guerrero and Bobby Witt Jr. in our previous draft that's going on right now. It's it was disgusting. not a bad it was not a bad start. It was not a bad start. It's a good start because I don't even know if they're gonna I don't know if that's gonna be the best start, but it's gonna be a unique start. So I think with the, I don't know how many teams this tournament's going to have, but like getting that combination is going to be rare. I think. I think I, I, I have a feeling this is going to be a pretty big, um, I think this is going to be really popular, the gladiator. Yeah. I think, well, I think it's capped though. So I have a feeling it's going to be, there's going to be a second one. Yeah. They're, 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 this is going to fill up. This is, I mean, it's 50 bucks. So low entry point plus, you know, no management in season, no fab. I mean, this is going to be these things. Yeah, I'll bet they might do three, three contests. They might, depending. On, like, I don't know. I have to look at the um, I have to look at the rules and um, let's see if there's a maximum gladiator um, league rules. Fifteen hundred teams. Fifteen hundred teams. So what is that divided by twelve? What is that? Like 125 leagues. That well, is 125. Yep. Just guessing right. there. That was some good math. So 45 maximum 45 enters per contest. So I can't even I can't even get I can't even enter half of these. <laughs> this is really going to cramp your style, Zach. 45 of them. I can only do max of 45 until the next time. <laughs> well, I mean, how? How many do you have to do where you literally have to win the overall profit? <laughs> Unless you just win every yeah, it league. Could be, it could be some negative value. I mean, this is a, it's idiotic of us from a strategic perspective to be doing this right now. This is completely about addiction. Let's just say that. Yeah. Looking forward, well, looking, well, looking forward to a third of my team being injured by opening day. But the thing is, everyone's in the same boat, and you're thinking from like a perspective of like a draft champions mindset, where it's like, okay, why draft early? But I don't think this contest is going to last until February. I think it's going to be full, and then they're going to start a new one. So I don't think it's going to really matter that much. Yeah, I mean, but there's a lot of free agency that's going to happen in the next couple months. I think there'll be. I think, to be honest, I think the place where you'll see a lot of advantage is I think the closer market. You might get like four or five more closer clarity between now and. 
the like between where we are and the end of this whatever round of gladiator yeah but that can backfire on you as you've seen with uh kimbrel and for sure for sure for sure so yeah i don't know fish what are we doing high noon tonight still oh yeah yeah got high noon lime for tonight you get the lime going okay what's up tim Uh, He's on mute, but there he is. Oh, me? Yeah, Uh, what's going on? Ranch waters tonight for me. That a boy. What the hell is that? Oh, it's tequila, Topo Chico, and uh, lime juice. Beautiful. Easy and clean. Is it it just Topo Chico, like uh, just straight Topo Chico? Is it the alcoholic Topo Chico? No, it's the the sparkling water, the mineral water. And like they have a lime flavor that's fine, but no, I just do the the regular stuff. Yeah. Sounds decent. Someone just got autoed, huh? Miss Mitsev. Not a bad auto with uh, Vlad Jr. at number 13. Not at all. Aaron Judge went 12th in this draft. That was to me. Yeah. Uh, Zach, yeah. You, can you, you, just, can you, you share you just, the you board? These, can you share your screen? Or will that fuck up yeah, your Chris- queue? Oh, Graham. Oh, it's Michelle Curland here. Yeah, Michelle Curland is here. <laughs> no, I, I tried um, to join. I tried to join this afternoon when I was texting you, and it wouldn't let me in because I'm in Ontario. And then I didn't have time to, like, Shoot, Derek messages and shit. By the time I settled down, like it was full. Yeah, I'll share, I'll share the board after my picks here. Let me just uh, yeah, no, no worries. Just trying to calibrate here. So, just uh, for recording this, might as well uh, say who's in this. Ryan's pick. Ryan Venantius picking first. Don Mattingly second. Dupont's third. You can know you know Dupont's in this draft because um, Judge fell to twelve. Um, I'm fourth. Bullpen Guru is fifth. Zito, very Zito, six. Gavet, I don't know who that is. And then you got random seven, random eight. Tom Rodriguez, who's in this chat, drafting ninth. Bobby Big Bucks, 10. Tim Pamper, 11. Chris, baseball pods. Jeff Mitzvah, 13. Hubbard, 14. And John Fish, 15. We're, we're through round one now. And no pitchers until, until round two. Round two started off with class and Diaz. So no starting pitchers except for, I guess, if you want to call Otani a pitcher. He's not, though. He really isn't in this draft. Yeah, you can't use Otani as a pitcher in this, right? Like, even if you have the flexibility, it's, yeah, I think it's just yeah, a waste. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. It'd be interesting as, like, a draft thing if everybody goes heavy, heavy hitters or whatever, and at the end, your build, you like a hitter, you just switch them over to pitching side. I don't know. Or midway through. Could you do that? Yeah, you could do that, but I think you'd lose a lot of value by using them as a pitcher as opposed to a hitter. Well, if you're taking them in the first round. Is that working for you guys? Can you see the can you see the screen? Yeah, I encourage you to do that. That's I think that'd be a good move. That's good. (laughs) Yo, Graham, maybe you said you're not since you're not in the draft, you can maybe be like some sort of like commenter or like color commentator. Okay. You could be like Joe Buck and like sit Joe Buck. 
Joe Buck is he's the play by play guy. You want the, you want like Roberto Perez. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Joe Buck that, that's Joe Buck's problem. He thinks it's his job to do both. He should just stick to the play by play. As long as you're not John Smoltz, it's fine. Oh, exactly. Oh, the worst. The worst of all time. He makes so, Tim McCord uh, like a pleasure to listen Smoltzy. to. Schmaltzy's not that bad. Oh god. So we're uh what fifth pick of the second round here. I'm uh pouring a strange beer from London, Ontario. And the Zach, your clock stopped. Pamper uh, froze. What? Yeah, who's who's pampering? It's fifty-three seconds on your board. It's froze. Oh, you're right. Or just not loading. Yeah, I picked I picked already. Team seven in the second round's up right now. Round pick 24. Mm, I can't see that. What do you see? No, in play, my no play by play here. I, there you oh, go. Gavette is up. Better? Started with yeah, now, it's, it's fine on my screen. Uh, it's kids freezing. Yeah, it's, it's frozen again. Oh, he's going to auto Harper. That would be tremendous. Yeah, Ryan, did you see. Um, Dwight Howard play in uh, Taiwan today? I did not see that, no. I did. I just dominated. He put up a monster. Oh, yeah, fish too. He, go, he put up a monster <laughs> line. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. And then I actually like looked at the video. He is fucking terrible. I don't watch basketball. I don't know basketball. But it's, like he put up a monster stat line, but he fucking sucks. Bad. He's, he's got to be like half a foot taller than everyone he played against. <laughs> he's yeah. so bad. He just, yeah, he just – Hey, Zach, did you see the video of me playing against a bunch of third graders today? I triple double. I did not. Triple know. double, man. Quadruple double. It was really, I embarrassed them. No, I didn't see that. I got to look at that. Where's Dom? Get, get his ass. Who, who, uh, who else is here? Is right it now? Just, is it just next? the five of us in chat right now? Oh, oh wait, Zach. Zach's board is frozen again. Oh, it's frozen it. again. Yeah. That better? Oh, no. That's weird. Yeah. No, Yo, yeah, what do you guys think it's... I'm gonna do? <laughs> you guys know what I'm gonna do here. <laughs> I hope you just, I hope you just diversify. I hope what you do. Damn it! No, fuck diversification. I need Bryce him. Smart, I, need him I need him with every other combination. Uh, it's Bryce Harper time. That's uh, what I said. How, how did he fall at two twelve? <laughs> yeah, the board's fucked. Now it's going. I think it only goes when I toggle to it. Yeah, that's right. I don't think there's anything you can do. No, Ryan, Ryan, after you make these two picks, I want you to break down what you're thinking. Okay. Totally giving the rest of the board 30 picks to uh, counter your strategy here. Zach, is this your 17th Gladiator? No, no, this is my fifth. There's only there's only been five. This, <laughs> this might be the this might be the sixth. I will just keep doing these. I don't care. Like, the, the maximum is for me. Um, yeah, and I have I have the ADP like at least for the, like for the first five rounds for the first four um, already. So. We should call it ZDP, oh. pretty much. 
Yeah. Double tap where's pitching big, here. Big Bucks Bob is on the call. Where's 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 Big Big Bucks uh, Bob? I thought he would be on the I call. Put, I gave him the link to the call. He's probably swimming in his money, like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, so, I don't blame him. I would. I'd do the same thing. I wouldn't be on with a bunch of losers like us. <laughs> hey, he was on the yeah, call the first time. This board is dead. I I can't see anything, man. I would now. There it is. There we go. So, Ryan, I have to like flip to it for it to like. Ooh, that's interesting. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan yeah, took so. Akuna, Sandy, and Strider. Kick it to Ryan. Yeah, I'm just uh, I I wanted to take uh, the top bat there, but Hold I couldn't. On. I couldn't. I couldn't pass up on Sandy. You know. So Toby, Bryce which Harp, happened? Bryce Harper. I, mean, I don't know. Was that? Mm. I was gonna. I was gonna call Ryan Toby with those two picks. I was gonna ask what kind of hat he was wearing today. So I was gonna take Trout. Um, and I just couldn't pass up on Sandy there. In this format, you're just getting 200-plus innings, ton of strikeouts and good ratios, and then I'm pairing him with Strider, who's just going to give you a shit ton of strikeouts. So I thought um, I thought Strider and Sandy were a good pairing together. Yeah, so um, Trout's fallen to the third round a couple times in this draft. Uh, DuPont, you got Turner, JTR, uh, Trout. Pretty pretty nice. Yeah, this is this is probably the only type of format I would uh, take Trout. Actually, I'm not I'm not taking him in live events. I don't uh, trust him with my money. But uh, this is, is this is, is a perfect the, format. Is, this, is it just the price point, or is it the format? Phys- no, just physical injuries. I'm, with big money, I'm not going to take Mike Trout because I don't trust him to stay healthy. Okay, so it's the price point of these drafts. Yeah, exactly, and the lottery nature of trying to win the overall which is what you're playing for. I'll take more risk right. in these drafts. Hmm. So Don Mattingly, who's drafting second, took Bryce Harper at 3.2. What do you guys think about that? Because he lasted, he lasted to the seventh round in um, our first draft, but he was also taken in the third round of another draft. I think that's the case of looking at ADP. If I'm going to be honest, I don't know what else it would be. I, I can't take Harper in the third round. Not until we know what's happening with that surgery, right? Like it sounds like he might just get the graft or he might get the full blown Tommy John. Like I'm in that. A... Go ahead. I'm in that draft where he went third, I think yesterday, and it, that was a timeout for sure. I think it was a timeout. I, I'm pretty sure I watched that happen. Yeah. In the third, yeah. So why did it happen here? <laughs> I, I can't answer that. <laughs> where, where would you guys take uh, Harper in this in these drafts? I wouldn't. Yeah, he's he's off for me. It would be tough for me to take in a in a decent. See, I'd be willing to take him in the fifth, sixth, seventh, but gladiator. I don't know. I mean, there, Man, there's a, there's a non-zero chance he misses the entire season. In these, though, like, if we're, like, sitting around drinking beers and it was, like, the 10th round, like, I, I'm saying this, like, days before he gets the surgery. 
the gambler in me would probably hit like draft if I was like after 120. Because it's the same thing with like that early, super early meatball thing, Zach, that you did, where it was like I got Trout in the fifth round or whatever the hell it was, Trout and Tatis and like pick 70. Like if a week from now, like it all works out, like you're laughing your ass off. Yeah, there's two, there's the range of outcomes on Trout are he's ready for opening day and he misses the entire year. I'm sorry for Harper. Yeah, yeah. Well, for Trout, too. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Can we just talk about what's happening right now with these, uh, with the price of closers? I, this is, this is like ridiculous. I think this is the most closer aggressive gladiator draft I've seen of the three that I've paid attention to. I think the first one was was first even worse than this. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I mean, was Duval was was Felix Bautista and Duval gone by the in the fortieth pick? Second round, they were all gone in the second round. Duval was taken twenty ninth. All right, well, I'm going to do something stupid then. I'm actually surprised that Duval was taken already in this round, considering that. Concerning the news about Kenley Jackson, it's not news. Think it's fake news, uh, Tom? Um, yeah, no, yeah, no. I have one. I am horrible at projecting like late round saves or even like opportunities for that, so I just had to hold my nose and do it. I hated it. I had you know going over Lindor and Harris feels awful, but. Is what it is. Just gotta do it. Like it was all done to him and Housley, and I don't think both are gonna get back to me at fifty-two. So. Just pulled the trigger on it. Why do all over Housley? Are, are, are you um, are you just thinking that um, the news about Jansen is like ah whatever he could be still be going anywhere? It's just it's just noise. It's it, it's anywhere. I'm not playing. I'm not even gonna play the free agent game. I, yeah, uh, I I don't know. I just so why do all over Jansen? Because you know Jansen's gonna be the closer somewhere. Um. I have a personal bias against Jansen. <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, he. This is a really dumb superstition, but Jansen cost me 5K in DFS a year ago, and I now hate him forever for it. He blew a ninth inning okay, lead that it cost me. So that's stupid. Okay, that's 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 stupid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I you know I have a similar issue with Jansen, but it's mainly because Sidney Ponson cost me like 10 years ago. The Curacao connection. I held and my then nose. Jason just doesn't. Jason just doesn't take Yankees. So this room is just like completely like it's not based on like projections or anything. It's just based on like personal feelings. But the, but the, but objectively, the Yankees suck. So, right? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Um, that's all right. Don't worry about it. I love it. When you have a one-minute clock with a fifty-dollar entry, and we're drafting in November, you're asking for nothing but you know feelings to be the deciding factor and why you're drafting people right now makes sense i'm drafting for my phone too i'm gonna get on i'm a laptop oh god i'm i'm drafting with one arm tied behind my back and one of my eyes closed for the record don't hold it against me did you guys talk about how uh, how far Judge fell 
I've never seen, I haven't seen him fall that far this in this uh, in any draft so far yeah. this year. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you, who let him fall? I think it was a good decision by everyone in the draft. I did because I, I refuse to take. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take him over uh, Tucker. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman went before That's him. That's fine, but who took him? I would, take Freeman over him too. I uh, take. Too. I take Vlad over him too. You take Vlad you're... over Judge? I don't know if I can do that. I think I think I would. I would because outfield is such a wreck this year. Outfield is hot, a hot mess. It's disgusting. I don't know. I get fading Judge off the career year, but it's not like he didn't do anything similar to that before. Like he has a fifty-two. He has two fifty home run seasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, he, and he was the best player in baseball by a mile last year. So. I get fading him in like the top three or four, but I think like totally fading him in the first round might be a mistake. In general, in drafts, I mean, I don't know what you guys did with your KDS, but I've been like, I never like being at the dead end, but I feel like the first round is so loaded this year. I'd rather. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> hey, put some respect on Willie Adamas' name. Come yeah, on, Zach. You... Willie, Willie Adamas went in the middle of round four. Gotta get your right, guy. I guess we gotta scrap. I guess we gotta scrap. Hey, man. <laughs> I guess this podcast is useless now. Like, like, what are we? What are we even talking? Like, this. Who, who took real. Willie? Who took sweet? Who took? Who took sweet dick Willie? You're, uh, I don't know, Gavin. Yeah, that, not, your your board is frozen, Zach. Anyway. Uh, sorry. Still on Goldie. That's what she said. I was looking at it, and I'm like, why aren't? Why are no picks happening? Willie Adamas, I wanted him like six rounds later, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. I like him round eight, nine. That's insane. That was there be- wasn't a short. There wasn't a short stop. There's only one short stop taken in like almost two full rounds, and then he takes Willie Adamas. Okay. Get your guy. Yeah, six best short stop on the board, bro. All right, Don. What are you doing? You're taking Matt Olson, so now it's on me here. Hmm. Hmm. What do I do? Willie Adamas is gone, Zach. You can't get him. Ah, I know. It's unfortunate. Uh, it's at the uh it's going the other way. Hey Fish, you started uh Devers Class A, Nola, and Goldschmidt. How are you feeling? Uh pretty good, actually. Um I want a class A for sure. I want a Machado over Devers, but uh, you know, I'm not gonna complain either way. I like both those guys. I wanted a third baseman. I, I don't really like third bases here, uh, much like last year. And then uh, definitely Nola. Wanted Nola for sure. Just tons of innings, pretty safe. So like that. And then uh, yeah, it was between Goldschmidt and Altuve for me, and I went with Goldschmidt um, because I don't think first base is really all that great either. I think there's a lot of holes there too. So I think there's a lot of depth in middle infield. So. Uh, I'm fading middle infield in the, in the beginning of this draft. Interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. I I think I think first base. I, I don't feel comfortable if I don't get one of the first like five first basemen. And that's different for me from last year because last year I was perfectly fine waiting until you know like CJ Crone, like kind of in that range. Uh, and... Screw you, Dupont. 
Screw you. Zach, can you uh, refresh the board uh, there? Mullins, too. Kidding. Donnie Baseball got you. Oh, my God. Those are my two picks. better, Graham? Yeah, that's good. Seems to just die. See, I have to like toggle everything. back, but I don't know why. I got to toggle back to the board. It's on a different tab every time uh, because I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at the draft room, and then I have the, I have the, I'm sharing the draft board on a different tab that I have on my computer, and it's not refreshing. If I'm yeah, not I get, at I it, guess so. the board is just not live. I guess. It's on basis, so. What do people put where? So, I, as the guy who grabbed Judge, quote unquote, late, where do you guys think he's going to sign? Yankees. No idea. Where I think yeah, I mean, it's I think it was yeah. Yankees. I, where I, I think it's a think. lock, absolute lock. Yeah, I if they think don't if they, if they don't the give him half a billion dollars, like there's going to be riots in the Bronx. Where I hope he signs is the Mets because I just want to watch the world burn. Oh, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be fine with that as a as a fantasy owner as a that, uh, no that that would, that would assure that he was only going to give you like thirty games this year. No, <laughs> but like, can you imagine the New York media? Like, I just want to watch like that. Oh, Japan got to snipe there. If he if he signs if he signed with the, with the Mets, that's a revenge tour signing, and he's going to hit at least fifty home runs. Even if <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. The only place I don't want him to sign as a as someone who has him on my team is San Francisco. That would be a death knell. Going to get wet and cold and be at home and hit like twenty eight home runs. I was I was looking at some stuff for that. I I don't want to talk. Never mind. I don't want to talk about players not drafted. But yeah, that that okay. part sucks. Oh, I think we're over that. <laughs> well, I was I was just I was looking at Jock Peterson. Like he'd have hit like 30, 30 home runs just about anywhere. Well, I don't I don't know, man. I'm not in the draft, so like I don't. I'm ready I don't to. Be... I was just about to draft this guy. <laughs> <and he laughs> the him fifth up. round. Yeah. I don't know. The guy that took Willie Adams is gonna it. take him. That guy, yeah. Jack Peterson is his next guy. Stop. <laughs> Here comes uh, Schwarbaum. He would have hit close to 30 just about anywhere, but he hit 23 last year. Young Jock. Talk about a dude that does not look like uh, he is good at any athletic endeavors. Jock Peterson looks like the best game he'd have is like darts. Yeah. He looks like he'd be playing like softball. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's a stretch. Chubby, he's a chubby little guy. Ah, uh, no wonder Tommy Fan like punked his ass. So where's he gonna sign? Oh, uh, hmm. did I not call it? Don? I like I was gonna, and then. And then you called it, and I was thinking about somebody else, just to, uh, <laughs> just to not do it. I, I was thinking about sniping you on him just for fun, and then uh, I'm like, ah, I should probably get a pitcher. Yeah, I should. Uh, I should probably get a pitcher at some point in these drafts, but I never seem to do it. I always seem to want to wait on starting pitcher in these drafts. I'm gonna. I'm. I think I'm gonna force myself to do it this time. But we'll see. 
How did Ryan get first pick again? I don't know. I didn't want it. I, I didn't want it though. I like, yeah, it kind of sucked, right? You have to, you, like, you can't. Because I'm tar- I'm looking at the same players as last time. Right, 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 right. Really, it's, that's got to be tough. It sucks for you. I set my KDS away from the first pick. I don't like. I I go I go um, down from a certain point um, in the in the order down to one. I'm with you. Like but I want, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with the first couple, so I just go like whatever five, four, three, two, one, and then the rest. Is that going to change for you in mains, or is it the same? Just because the fir- first round just seems so freaking deep this year. Yeah, in mains it might change. Like I think like in like in the best ball drafts that I've been doing, uh, not to really talk about that. They're a twelve team league uh, depot, but uh, it's just it's so deep at the end of the first <laughs> round. Like there's Soto, Vlad. Freeman Machado, those guys are all amazing in the first, like for, for like point for like the points leagues. So I, I'd rather have an end pick in the best ball. Um, whereas main event, I don't know. Uh, not yeah, sure. it's going to be, it's going to be so hard to figure out. Cause like in the DCs, I was good in like the, the mid to late. I, I actually thought in the, when the first DCs, I thought like the, the top like eight was like the, where you want to be afterwards. It's kind of, stinks in like that third round wraparound but then in the gladiators when closers got pushed up i almost think it kind of sucks to be in the front because you're you're like forced to take a closer second second round and i don't know it just doesn't feel like like you're you're pushing like a fourth round closer up into the second whereas the guys in the back end of the the back end of the draft can take class a Diaz, Hendricks, Hader, and that feels like good. That feels like a fine pick to take when everyone's going to take a closer in the second round. Yeah, I couldn't take Arsenio contra Spencer Strider. I thought about it, but I just I can't do it. Yeah, it's it's nice. I I haven't I just haven't started with early starting pitching at all yet. And these are in DCs. In, in these, um, in DCs, I'm cool with Cole when he kind of falls a little bit. But I haven't yeah. really taken a starter other than Cole early. I think everyone's been waiting on pitcher more than more than more so than usual this year. So early. It's because like, the hitting so shit. Hitting hitting runs out like crazy. So hitting so, hitting hitting's so shitty and pitching is risky. And so it's like why why pass up on good hitters when the hitting pools shallow and getting a riskier asset in a pitcher that you don't know if they'll be healthy come, you know, March. Yo, Zach, can you refresh that board? uh, I'm at DuPont DuPont and Glacius. All right, whatever. Let's hang out. Did this guy just go on auto, like, the whole draft? Graham, is that is that good? Yeah, I don't know. the t- The timer's fucked. Like it just it just refreshes. It just the stops. Pick. Yeah. Let's see if I can. That's good because the stickers coming up. What about now? I mean, I, I'm not is in the good? draft. I'm just hanging out, so not a big deal. 
I can't see anything. You're not can you, can you, is it is it refreshing now, or do you just see like the actual draft room? I see, I see you. you. I don't see. I don't think you're sharing right now. Fish in the Eloy business now. I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the format to do it, I feel like. I mean, if he's if he actually plays a full season is, and is healthy, I think he's not really that much different than Jordan. Some of these people are on to um, Eloy big time this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's always just the injury issues, right? But I think he can be a four-category monster if he's healthy. And like I said, I think this is the format to to do something like that. It, it was working to... there. Like, the timer and everything was gone. Yeah, I mean, if you're just playing for the overall, uh, sixth-round Eloy is pretty nice. One minute time clock is definitely an issue, like a factor here. They're very different than the four hours I've been used to. <laughs> kind of a extreme. Yeah, it's quite the difference, isn't it? Oh my god, yeah. Let me go research or uh boom. <laughs> Zach, you're showing your uh, your everything here, hey? You're showing your panties, Zach. Yeah. Uh, still? No, not no. anymore. <laughs> just, everyone could see your uh, your moves sure. there. Ooh, I should put some pants on then. <laughs> no, keep it. <laughs> I'll keep them off. Yeah. Jason, have you taken a starter in this um, other other gladiator we're doing? Um, it, I'm not in one right now. There's just this one. I'm not in a oh, slow one. Shit. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's uh, Eric that that's in the other one that hasn't. I don't think he's I'm, taken a starter yet. I'm in a DC, so I was a little confused myself. Oh, okay. uh, Sorry. Yeah. I didn't take Judge. <laughs> Why take Judge in round one when you could take Bobby Dahl back in round thirty nine? <laughs> Bobby Barrels. I mean, yeah, Jaron Duran is free this year, guys. So is Vidal Bruhan. As well, he should. He, he's he he should hang his head in shame. Man, I'm kind of there on Duran. What do you mean you're there? I just like like just what is he? He's done. Like I, I don't know. Quade. Like is he is he a major league center fielder? I don't know. Probably not. 
Tough to say. I think it's interesting that Sox have had a hard time developing hitters recently. I mean, Jeter Downs is a freaking fiasco of a hitter. Well, hopefully, I, I mean, as someone who is very invested in him, I hope Casas does well. I think he will. But yeah, I, I, I think you're kind of like comparing like, I don't know, a Cadillac to a fucking 95 Civic with Jeter Downs to Tristan Casas, no? I mean, maybe, but at one point Downs was back you know, you're top, up. Top, top Zach, you're on the clock. I pick. I just I in in all of the time that Tristan Casas has like existed, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about him as far as a hitter goes. No, I agree. I'm I'm just saying Downs was one of the hottest hitters and hottest prospects and biggest risers in baseball. Yeah, you're he right. Was, he was he was a legit dude. He wasn't like some schmuck. And then all of a sudden he got to Worcester and they started throwing him off speed stuff and he looked like he he was like, you know a witch and they were throwing water at him. And then Nick York's recent regression is also concerning to me. I like that guy a lot too, but apparently people say he's uh, outside of the fact that he's got a very nice ass to look at. There's not much going on there. <laughs> Pardon me. No, we need, we need We needed all the characters here for that. Yeah. yeah we need yes. to here for that. You, uh, yeah, we, don't need, we don't need any of the characters. They're the, <laughs> but, get the boys. But no, that that would those are the reports from Arizona. If you uh, if you listen to some of the podcasts, listen to Chris Welsh's podcast. There was a lot of a uh, conversation about the friend of Nick York. Huh. I heard Nick Nick York's mom's pretty good looking. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> she, I think she's like that an Olympic athlete or something, isn't she? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Nick York's mom. Good, <laughs> good for her. <laughs> she raised a fine young man. Right. It's going to be interesting to see what, I mean, all the focus is on Judge, but I'm really interested to see what happens with Xander and then Devers because. I feel like they have to they have to bring at least one of those guys back, if not both. Well, Devers has one more year, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's his walk year. Jason, what's what's gonna happen down there? What are they gonna do? Um I mean they really, really want both, but I find that so unrealistic. Two contracts that size in the same offseason. That just never happens. So uh, unfortunately, only because it's Scott Boris, I'm going to go with Devers gets the uh, long-term extension and uh, Bogarts walks, unfortunately. But um, I don't think it's a slam dunk. I won't be surprised if Bogarts signs here. You think that if they sign Bogarts, that they that means that um, Devers is gone? No. I mean, think- Devers, like, Bo- Bogarts is like a father figure for Devers, but I just find it unrealistic that when have you seen a team give a three hundred plus million dollar contract and a two hundred million dollar plus contract for two hitters in the same offseason? That just I know I know the Red Sox have a high payroll and they'll spend money, but Rangers. how often does that ever happen? Rangers. That's Marcus a good example. Sam All right, look, fish, shut up. Besides fish. <laughs> you ask, I have the answers, man. 
No, I think that's an interesting point. It's going to be tough for them to do. Who do you think will uh, will will incur the wrath of the Red Sox faithful more if they lose them, Devers or uh, Xander? Oh, losing Devers would be just because that four year age differential, yeah, twenty six yeah. versus thirty. Um, I agree. I mean, I, you know, again, they've gotten a ton out of uh, Bogarts' career. Obviously, fans still want to keep him, but um, and you know, the Meyer in the farm systems, a shortstop, a couple years away, and there's so many good shortstops in baseball too. Even if you don't have one now, you can sign one. It feels like every offseason. I think. I mean, I think the play the play could be to sign. Xander this offseason and then sign Devers the next and say, but I I think I have a feeling they're not going to sign Xander. Yeah, I mean, yeah. story, yeah. you can kind of shift them over and right. I mean, I, I think the priority, happen. you don't think so? Story I think the is priority should be Devers. Incredible defensive second baseman. He was unbelievable. His range is going to be so good with the shift rules. Oh, he's, he, he was the he's, best. He's unbelievable. He might, be the best, he might be the best defensive second baseman yeah. in baseball. Yeah, no, they've been pretty strong about they're going to keep him there. And uh, after seeing him, I think it'd be wild to move him back to short. Devers a free agent after next season? Yep. Yeah, yeah, well, more year left. Mm. Yeah, Devers has tons of leverage. Like, why does he have to take a contract, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, he's waited this long. Exactly. So he needs a knockout. You know, he's probably looking for like $350 Right. Something like that, and and he, um, I don't know, going to be difficult, but one of them will get signed. Yeah. So in this draft, I've, I have the ADP for four drafts combined. Three of them are ongoing. This would be the fifth draft. There's one player that has an ADP of 68 that is still available in our in our draft. I gotta guess. Um, and then Andres Menes just went right. Uh, yeah. The guy that just got picked oh, would be yeah, my. Yeah, there you go. Bard, Bard was the player. Bard. Yeah. So Bard and Bard and Mez were two of the top players on the ADP list. There's still a guy that has an ADP of 72 remaining. And then, let's see, did this guy go yet? No. There's a. There's a player with ADP of 88 and a 72 that's left. Two other guys in the top 100. Are we yeah, the supposed to be taking guesses, or are we uh, not supposed to be talking about undrafted guys? You can go ahead and guess. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Over that. Yeah, my guess was Bard. So <laughs> yeah, Bard, was, Bard just went. So yeah, that was it. Yeah. So Bard. Uh, I, I know the answer, so I'll let you all guess. <laughs> Do you know the answer? Yeah, I, I've been keeping an eye on the ADP too. Um, it's Bedner, right? Yeah. Yeah, Tim Anderson is another one. It's too, Tim Anderson was the I feel like that's too expensive for Bednar. I agree. Yeah, yeah it's he might not. Clo- he might. He might not close. He might get traded. Like, Doval might not close. Iglesias might not close. How many yeah. save opportunities? Yeah, I, yeah, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I I'd expect the exact same thing you just got last year from Bednar this year. It's it's except fine, that, but like a full season. Well, yeah, if he stays healthy, but I don't know. So who was saying they're keeping on ADP? I couldn't hear. I didn't see. It's Tom Rodriguez. Oh, so you don't have you don't have access to all the drafts, do you? Or you no, know you do. 
a couple oh, of them. you can just you can look at the 80 actually yeah no you wouldn't have access to all of them but are you in how many are you in i'm in the i'm in two active right now and then of course i have the one that's finished uh tommy yeah, you just took mccullers in our other one i'm right after i did you. yeah <clears throat> yeah i'm trying to decide between two guys in that draft right now simultaneously which pick are you in that one? Uh, I'm right after you, so I'm 14. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, I see you there. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I got a decent queue lined up there, so whenever you're ready. So, Zach, Buxton just went 103. Is that where he's going normally? Buxton? Yeah. Ooh. His ADP, well, let's see what um, Buxton – Byron Foxton. Where is he? He he's gone in only two drafts so far at 130 and 144. Wow. Yeah, that's where I think he'd go. In the two previous drafts. So this this is early for this format for him. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Brian Reynolds, who fish just took is probably one of the guys that just uh, was at the top of the queue for ADP. So, Fish, why don't you talk about your draft? Let's see. Let's see what you what are you up to here? I'm trying to pull up the board. I got so many fucking tabs open here. Um, where is it? All right. So you got Devers, and then you got Class A, then Nola, Goldschmidt the fourth, which is good price, I think. Then Eloy, Swanson, Reynolds, Ray. So you got two outfielders, two starters, and a closer. You got a pretty good balance team. What are you thinking? Yeah, just the balance. Um, I think I have two starting pitchers that are going to throw a ton of innings uh, with a lot of strikeouts. So I, that's what I always, always look for that, obviously. Um, Class A is, to me, is the, is the best uh, all-around pitcher in baseball. So I have, like, no worries. That's why I was easily, happily, happily taking him there. And then, yeah, Devers, I uh, want to get third base early. Uh, Goldschmidt, want to get first base early. I mentioned that earlier. But then, yeah, so I took some shots on Eloy. And um, I needed some speed, so Dansby Swanson was kind of my pick there. It was between him and O'Neill Cruz. But uh, I went with the, I guess, a little safer play there since I already kind of took a shot on, um, you know, some upside with Eloy. And then Brian Reynolds is, you know, as steady as they come. And, yeah, that's uh, – yeah, this is, like, picture perfect for me. Um, I, the only thing I'm obviously light on is, is stolen bases, so yeah. we'll have to address that moving forward. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I saw your team. It looks really good, except uh, the speed is not there yet, but you'll get there. Or hopefully not. Hopefully you won't. Hopefully it won't, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably have, like, I would say, like, maybe 35 steals right now. So, fuck. I guess it depends on how much Dansby's going to run again. I'm, I'm thinking, like, 15 for him. Spittle in this? He just sniped me hard. Fuck. Wanted the Quan? Yeah. He's a good pick in this format. Juan, you want a Quanny? Yeah, it's uh, a lot of at bats, a lot of uh, good average, a lot of at bats, a lot of runs. Should be a decent amount of steals, too. Would have fit nicely on my team. Ooh, that'd be nice. I know who you're going to pivot to now, though. 
No, no, I want to talk. To, I want to talk to you though, because uh, <laughs> after our last discussion, obviously that <clears throat> trade that happened kind of sparked thoughts in my brain. Once he's picked, I'll talk to you about him. Kyle Farmer trade. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was actually the the Urshela, the preceding trade. Yeah. One other thing, Zach, about my draft. Uh, another thing I was thinking for this for this format is to really attack batting average hard because even if guys get hurt, your average is still going to pretty much stay, you know, the same. I guess. Um, it won't did you listen to our podcast from last time? I did not listen to the whole thing. No. <laughs> I just listen yeah, to hours. You come on, man. Hours. Yeah, I got to break that up into like Jason. Let Jason. Wow. Let Jason get the pen out. It's another fine. Yeah, that's that was the same thing I said. Fine. fine. <laughs> Add it to the pen. <laughs> What's that, Zach? That's the same thing. That's the same point I made in when we were yeah. talking the first uh, the, after the first draft. Just, yeah, you're gonna just lose. A very smart point. Yeah, I mean, if you lose a hitter, you're going to lose counting stats, but it's not really going to affect your total batting average that much if if everybody's a decent batting average guy. Yep. Speaking of batting average, I might... Who's at the top of the board here? What's up, Rosario? Fucking Gavin. Yeah, it's got to be batting average specialist, Christian Walker. (laughs) (laughs) DuPont scoops up the David Bednar. Everyone's talking shit. Keep pushing him down. (laughs) I would have taken him here if I needed a closer. I should have waited. Closers actually didn't get – closers were actually, like, um, waited on more than ever in this draft compared to others. Now uh, the uh, the one the one me and Tom are doing is really weird. There's like five teams that just straight up didn't take a closer. So like hmm. there were six teams that had two closers by round. I don't know what Tom like round four or five. Yeah. It so was it's like, early. and I had Diaz. I took Diaz as the first closer, and it's kind of like a weird spot because it's like there's so many teams that are punting saves, and then there's so many teams that are already set with like two rock solid closers. So it's hmm. like. Do I take a bottom, tw- you know, bottom, you know, ten closer, or do I just stick with Diaz and hope to fall in the middle and try to just get eight starters? Well, I think you're not really competing against the people in your draft, but you're competing against all the all the drafts. So I think you need. I don't think you really need to care that every some people aren't taking closers because you're playing this to win the overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I think you probably need you need saves. Yeah. Yeah. I doubled up early in that one. Yeah, I was actually thinking uh about taking Kenley here at the three four turn, but um he went just a few picks before me. So I uh, and then my next target was gonna be Bard, and then obviously he didn't make it to me either. 
a few rounds later. So, I mean, you get a guy like Class A, though, you're like one Class A alone is going to put you in the top half of the saves, you would think. I mean, I doubt many people are going to be carrying three closers. Unlikely. I don't think that's going to be an optimal strategy. To just have one closer? Is that what you're saying? That's three. Oh, yeah, that's three. No, I, don't, I mean, I don't, if you have three, you have to have, like, sit, you, you have to not have a starting pitcher go down, and you have to have, like, like uh, somebody started Burns and Cole in ours. In that, you could go three closers when you have Burns and Cole. Cause that's yeah, like, you got to have huge strikeout guys with your yeah. starters like that. Yeah. yeah. But to get three closers in this format, you're going to be really weak on hitting if you have Burns, Cole, and three closers. Yeah, I mean, you're you you gotta have to hit late no matter what to win the overall in this contest because you're gonna you're gonna be weak somewhere out of the draft. So it's kind of like if, if you feel comfortable with your ability to do it, then. But I'm looking at their team, and I don't. They didn't really they didn't really go that route of just like grabbing closers, which they could have done in our draft because of how they fell, but. <laughs> Hmm. front half of this draft is so yellow those first the first like six teams have so many pitches <laughs> somebody did that in in that first one y'all did went five or six pitchers in a row as well yeah i think that was uh russell i could be wrong but i think it was he went pretty heavy pitching all right let's talk to still, let's talk about tim your team 11, you got Jordan Alvarez, Hader, you got your closer in round two like Fish did, Ozzy Albies round three, Sal Perez round four, Adolis in round five, which is a little bit late compared to what he usually goes, Starling Marte round six, Kirby round seven, CJ Crown round eight. What's, what are you sort of looking at? How you how you looking at position scarcity when you're building that team? Or are you sort of just taking the best players that you think are available? Yeah, I was just looking at scarcity. I mean – Taking the Albies and, and Perez, where I did, was pretty much based on scarcity. And then taking Hader in the second round at least gave me a base for saves. I have no pitching, but uh, I think I got stolen bases and I had good head start on home runs. But, yeah, I mean, you're going to be lacking on something, and I'm going to be chasing strikeouts and wins, I'm guessing, all year. Yeah, you might be starting to chase that this round. I would I would imagine you, you might be looking at a starting pitcher here because George Kirby is your only pitcher during the ninth round. Just a just a hunch. But maybe you can push it. Yeah. Kick the can down the road. Yeah. Um, Tom, you got Witt Jr. at number nine. Chris got him earlier today at like two point five. Anyways, then you got Cole at the middle of the second, then you took Doval, as we were talking about, Altuve, all the way in round four, which I think is a great value. Corbin Carroll, round five. Wilson Contreras, as the tag blocks me for a second here. I can't see. There we go. Then Daniel Bard in round seven. I took him in round five in the first one, and then Reese Hoskins. So what are you thinking here? Same question. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a mixed bag here. I, I took Reese because, you know, power was missing here right at least i'm not convinced i had enough there um not pitching... bad. you got wit altuve corbin carroll wilson Contreras. That's yeah like, I guess uh... it wasn't 
terrible. I think you're ahead of the game. Like you're going to get like 30 from Wit and I don't know. Maybe you're, I think you're, you're yeah. going to be above like your threshold. And then Wilson Contreras is about, way above for a catcher. Yeah, that's a fair point. You know, it's funny. I, I did not expect to get Wit coming in, coming in here. And that kind of threw me a bit um, because I was expecting to get one of the heavy guys, Jordan or, or Judge, you know, and that's kind of where my head was at. Um, but yeah, I, I feel pretty, I feel okay about it. Um, starting pitch is a problem here. Um, obviously with just Cole's fine. If the guy I think is going to fall to me next, I'm going to be playing, I'm going to be playing a high risk uh, pitcher strategy here. I'm going to be going for some guys who, you know, obviously have a lot of upside, but um, injury concerns are going to bump down the board a bit. So, you know, with this, I, I'm, I'm willing to take some risks and um, average. I feel pretty good about too, actually with, with this looking at it, but you know, just kind of pull it together. I, I don't, I, I don't have any glaring concerns as I was starting pitching right now. Talk about uh, with Junior over Judge. Yeah, uh, it's it was pure stolen bases there. I, I felt like I, you know, Judge is fantastic. I mean, he's he's, he's great, but um, Witt just has so many more tools, and I think we haven't seen uh, he look. He could regress, I suppose, but like I don't think we've seen his ceiling yet either. So like, if he if that average comes up and he and he adds on, if he gets to thirty five or forty with the stolen bases, it, it's a huge win for me there. And I couldn't overlook the value. I don't have him anywhere else. <laughs> so I, I had a little bit of FOMO picking him too. So I like him. I, it, it, it's a very much a, I see a lot of growth there for him. And Judge, oh. I mean, is he going to hit 62 again? Probably not. And I, I Judge, the, some, the 115 team I won this year, I got Judge in the fifth round. So, um, yeah, it, it's kind of odd taking him so early. But, you know, it was fine. I, I liked Whit. Pamper, you're you're kicking the can some more. You took Nick Nicky, uh, big dick Nick Castellanos. Anyways, um, Dom, yep. team five, Kyle Tucker, again, Jordan Romano. Everyone's getting their closer in round two that I'm talking to right now. Varsho in round three, Matt Olson in round four, Schwarber, Bell in round five for you, Valdez, Glasnell, Kershaw, Jake McCarthy. So you got your three outfielders. Um, and you got, uh, three starters and a first baseman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel pretty good about it actually. Uh, I like, I think like we talked about, uh, the other night, Kershaw and glass now are kind of nice in this format in that if they go down or when they go down, <clears throat> their ratio should still be good. They're on good teams. So they should hopefully get me double digit wins and then, Pairing them with Framber, I feel pretty good that he's going to get, you know, 200 innings, hopefully, on Astros also. Um, Schwarber and Olsen, I think, probably like 75 homers, hopefully. Varsho and McCarthy steals, Tucker steals. So, I feel pretty good. I mean, um, I'd like a little more batting average. I think that might be a little bit of a risk, but I would have really liked Quan. Um where I was, I forget where I was, but, ah, and then Diaz, I wanted. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. It's you like uh, team, Alexis though, Diaz, who just won? Yeah, I, I, I like him. I was hoping to get him. I think uh, the Reds need to come to their senses about how they manage their bullpen and, uh, you know, just stick to one closer, and he's the standout guy on their team. Fish, how happy were you that Suzuki felt to you? Loved it. Uh, did you notice how quick those picks were? 
Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did I was, notice uh, that. Obviously, we we talked quite a bit, so you know that's my guy for this year. And Hunter Green, I'll take him all day as my SP three. God damn it! <laughs> uh, I love so I love I love the both those picks, fish. Big, I'm a big say guy. I'm also a big Nico Horner guy. So, yeah, I, I thought I'd get Horner the next round, but obviously not. So, no, nah, he wouldn't and, have made it past me there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah so we're all I, on. I, I think, I think, I think if you want to pick three names at three different points in the draft, sort of the so-called sleepers of the offseason so far, Nico Horner, pause a few rounds, Lars Newtbar. Pause a lot of rounds, Matt Mervis. Those are like three guys. Those are like the three big hype guys so far of the early drafts. Everyone's in on Horner, Luke, and Newt Bar, and all the all the prospect towns, and everyone that went out to, you know, AFL loved what they saw with Mash Mervis. Those are the three guys. They're getting pushed up. Yeah, definitely Mervis is for sure. I got a couple of those guys in my first draft, and I haven't been able to get them since I got Horn. I have like a ton of Cubs in my first draft. I had Horner, Mervis, their whole rotation. funny in these drafts that like multi-position guys have minimal value <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. You know, if, you, if you grab if you grab one early you can move them around a little yeah. bit but yeah yeah i think early. i think i think early it's it's helpful because it doesn't lock you in and say like i need a shortstop now like i that's where wit is kind of nice in that first round because you kind of shift them between short and third but after that yeah it's like there's no there's no utility in having the um, positional flexibility. I like that Rasmussen pick a lot. Yeah, we got Dom on the clock here. Rasmussen going off the board in round 10. So what positions were you guys focusing on now that uh, we're basically through 10 rounds? What positions were you guys focusing on um, like to, that you thought were scarce that you, that you were targeting and you've like sort of like uh, met those targets to get to get those players? Oh, not having an early third baseman is like horrifying because I was praying Alex Bregman fell to me and thankfully he did. But if I didn't get Bregman, like I guess Matt, Chap Matt Chapman and Max Muncy are fine. But I mean, after that, it's just ugly. Yeah. So ugly. Uh, for me, it's closer. Like I want, I want a, top closer early i just have to there's just it's not like a dc where you can take shots and but it's yeah. similar to a dc where you can't there's no pickups so um like class a or diaz was 
Like if one of those guys was there, I was taking them no matter what at the one, two turn. And then, yeah, like Ryan said, third base. So I wanted Machado, like I said earlier, but um, he was gone. So I went, you know, Devers, which is exactly what I was trying to do. DuPont, you are unbelievable. This has been a tough draft. It's been a sharp draft. Every damn day. Mitch has Mitch stuff's been on auto, but he's been he's been doing pretty well for himself. Pretty good. He's a pretty good just, auto drafter. Just didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even his team is actually pretty solid, you know, for just being straight auto the whole time. Yeah. So does anyone no want to offer his team just his his strategy? He's got Bichette, uh, Austin Riley, DeGrom, Woodruff, Jimenez, Sw- Swanson. Oh, wait, this is a different f- he's in. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so he's, in, he's, in, he's in my other draft. He's got Vlad, Bichette, Cease, Lindor, Bieber, Freed, Buxton, Gunner, Bryant, Peralta. So no closers. So. Yeah, we'll see how his, uh, the back half of the roster looks here with it being on auto. That's where it can get kind of dicey. Waiting on Don Mattingly to make a pick here. We're in round 11. Jorge Mateo went in the first couple picks of round 11. 11.02. What do you guys think about Mateo going here? Uh, I mean, it makes oh, sense if you need God speed. Damn it, Jason! Oh, man. <laughs> Is Mateo gonna play every day? I don't think so. I think like Gunner's gonna play short, and then they've got Urias, right? Third. Yeah. And- their GM, I know early in the offseason, like a, their, their GM came out and said they they want to add an outfield, an infielder. Um, so that that would make Mateo the odd man out. So I don't know. Who's it? Second. I think Urias will play second. Yeah. I thought Urias was going to be third. Honor Norby's at second. They got Norby. Norby. They have Vavra. Norby, they have. Y'all think Norby opens up at second opening uh-huh. day? I no, don't. I don't he, know if he opening days it, but like that dude can fucking hit. No, no, I'm I'm down with Connor Norby, bro. But I just don't think he's there till June or July. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, it depends. It depends what kind of infielder they add. Like if they add Gene Segura, then Urias will play third. Well, if they um, yeah, and then Gunnar will play short, and then Mateo's nowhere to play. They could also grab an like they could also grab Elvis Andrews or someone like that. Off, you know, but that'd be so sexy. It would be no, but I, I'm I'm I think Norby is uh Nor Norby is going to be a very sexy guy early, like for our drafts in 2024, because I I think he'll be up at by mid season and I think he'll he'll do a little power speed thing, but Mateo can play the outfield a little bit and they're the they outfield pretty full though. Yeah. Apparently, Mateo was uh, worthy of the gold glove. People were bitching he didn't get it. He was that <laughs> legit at short. No, I'm, I'm serious. So why wouldn't they want to – I mean, I guess because Gunnar Henderson's the future, but, I mean, Who's Mateo that? was gold glove 
caliber at short. Yeah, well, it's just so, that it's just that they said they wanted to add an infielder. So I would just I don't know. Ramon Urias is pretty good. Yeah, I'm, he's not, good I'm, I'm 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 not confident in Mateo's bet at all. Um, I guess if he is a Gold Glove shortstop, you keep him there. But I don't know. If, I don't know if his bat sticks in the big leagues. I mean, you, in the outfield, you've got Mullins, Hayes, and Santander. Is that right? But someone's got a DH. They don't have like a natural DH on that team. So they have a couple other guys here too. I don't think they want a DH though. I think they like giving Adley DH at bats on days he's not catching. Smart. Yeah. And you would think Cows is going to be up early, you would think. I mean, they're they're building a pretty nice little system out there in Baltimore because they've got – I mean, Norby, Norby's probably the first guy to get the call, but Kajerstad's got that had – had a hell of a fall now that he's over the mitochondria, and they've got um, Kobe Mayo coming as well. So, Balmer's doing some things. Which you you wouldn't say for the last twenty five years that they were. So, oh. who, who, fucking took, who took Luzardo? You mother. Back. You Me? son of a Canadian whore. I didn't even need him. Yeah, you got a lot of pitchers, Zach. You had too many pitchers. You don't have enough power. We should make a trade. <laughs> what do you mean, Christian Walker? You got there? a lot of power. Walker, yeah. Walker, Julio, Tatis. I think Man. batting average is what I'm looking for. Yeah, well, Jesus Lusardo is not going to help you with that. No. What about um, J. Ron? Is he, like, what do you expect him to hit? What does what does Steamer say? Like two set. I haven't even looked because Steamer. I'm, I was talking about Steamer. It's a, it's like basically a Cleveland Steamer this year because it's useless. I think. <laughs> I, mean, I think he's in the two. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> which player? Which player? Julio, their pitching projections are pile of shit. Two eighty-five for Julio. That's what I say. That's what you say. Okay, I yeah, trust you. Two eighty-five. What the hell? Graham still here? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? I'm not just wondering. I just I'm, I'm just looking at the board. I don't. I'm not, I'm not looking at Zoom, but uh, sorry. Like sharing the board has just been too too much to go back and forth. I'm toggling between enough tabs myself. No, that's so, all good. I'll, pro- I'll probably uh, check out in like 20 minutes or something. But it's been fun hanging. Yeah, out. it sucks for you. Like I can. I'll just share this. I can share it again. But um, it's just not going to update. Just so you don't yeah. have to look at nothing. It's all good. Shit, I forgot I was still on the clock in uh, our other draft, Tom. Just give me a just give me a heads up. Uh, I'm already out of shit. I just can't do it too often. Yeah. Can you see like what do you see? You see the just the board? Yeah, I see uh Giolito just got picked. 
Muncie. Okay. Yeah, Muncie went. So there you got you got some viewing material there. Graham, do you have, do we have any sponsors on the podcast today? <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to CC some of the uh, the characters. I'm pretty Super sure high, I'm pretty sure High Noon is one of the sponsors. High Noon is definitely a sponsor. Speaking of High Noon, fish is on the clock here. What's he gonna do? Fish, do you have a high noon, Do you have a High Noon hat on as well? Oh yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! I was joking, but that was real. I well, I'm a liquor salesman, so it's one of my products. So we get all kinds of gear. I'm just saying, like that's still, <laughs> that's still ridiculous. I was that was a total joke, and it turns out, yes, you are wearing a high noon hat. I didn't even notice that. It's sweet. What's your favorite rum these days, John? Rum. I'm not really much of a rum drinker. I used to drink a lot of Captain back in the day, but um, yeah, that's crap. I, like, I just I'm not really into sweet. Uh, I really don't like rum that much. Um, you're not into sweet, but you're drinking mango high noon outside of the mango high noon. Um, I don't like mango. Actually, that's one of my least favorite high noons. <laughs> but other than that, I'm a vodka drinker. So I like vodka lemonades. That's my that's like my go to drink if I'm not drinking high noons. Does it mean we're bad at drafting if Mitsef keeps keeps getting amazing value picks every round? Yeah, the guy, the guy on auto, the guy on auto keeps getting amazing players for where for where he's getting them. <laughs> I guess we suck. I don't know. Did we want like, Rafael Baez? <laughs> I didn't need him. I didn't want him at all. I want no part of Javier Baez. In the 12th, though, I'll take him. No. You can have him. I will. <laughs> this format kind of, like, lends itself to, like, players like Javier Baez, though, doesn't it? No, it does. He's better here than in another place. He just plays Why? a lot. He just plays a lot. Because they're paying him so he much He's in money. a contract year. He's going to play. He's going to – he wants another million dollars. In a contract here? I bet he signed a huge contract. No, he's got the opt out after this year. He's probably not get what, what what's he making? What's that contract? Because I don't know if he'll I don't know if he'll opt out of it. 140 million, I think it was six years, 140 around there. Something so like he that, might right? not opt out because he's just so shit. But if he opted this year, then he'll opt out. He'd have to really put him put him put a a number on the board this year though to opt out. No, I, he's I, only a year removed from being like 30, 19 or whatever the fuck he did in 21. Like he's not doing that in Detroit, but like he broke his thumb or something early in the year this year. I encourage you to the, draft him. The problem with by the problem with bias is I that I wouldn't draft he, him aggressively, I'm just saying. The problem with a guy like Bias is that the bottom could just completely fall out. Like he's 30 years old now. He literally swings at everything. He has zero plate skills and swings and misses like as much. Buddy, as I've been listening to your podcast last year. You were all over Baez's cock, and now and you're yeah, like, it doesn't know. matter that he swings. Now you're, now your tone's completely changed. What's up? I'm no, gonna challenge I was you. Because ru- I was wrong. Okay. 
Okay, sure. Simple enough. <laughs> You're talking about Baez, Baez now versus last year? No, no. What I what I was looking at Baez last year is ignoring that shit and just saying, oh, well, he steals bases and plays every day, so I'm going to take him the third or fourth round, and that's stupid. We get an eight-round discount now versus last year, too. That That's probably the easier answer, too, or the easiest answer you could say is. Got a nice discount on Xander Bogarts this year, too. Fish got him in the eighth. Jason got him tonight. Like, he was a second-rounder last year. No, I like he this. Really, he hit 300. I guess, like, yeah, I don't know. People think his power's gone. In the eighth round? No, he went sixth, right? Bogarts? No, Did Fish got him in another DC that he posted in on Twitter. eighth? Oh, shit. Yeah, I got him in the eighth. Yeah. Nice. He's in a draft with Curlin, so you can understand it. <laughs> the other 14 owners uh, were high on ambience. <laughs> this always happens, though, when guys are unsigned, right? Like, once, once Bogarts signs, everyone will start, like, looking Correct. at the lineups. Yeah. And they'll start yeah. – Touching themselves, and then suddenly 30 picks what? sooner. Xander Bogart's hitting fourth in San Diego. I don't know. I agree. Yeah, I was talking with Jason about it. Like, all, all the teams that need a shortstop are all, like, really good lineups. And it's, like, all shortstops available. So it really doesn't matter where they go. You know, Atlanta with Dansby, Boston with, with Xander, and, you know, Billy. Dodgers with Trey Turner. Yeah, and like Philly needs a needs a shortstop. It's like Seattle might. All these, yeah, all of these, yeah, all these teams that need a shortstop are already good offenses. So mm-hmm. no matter where they sign, they're going to be in a good lineup. Yeah, I guess it just depends what you're looking for. Like you know, at the position, like if you have. If you're looking for speed, Bogarts doesn't give much speed, but he's just solid. He's he's a solid contributor. I mean, I think that's probably why he gets overlooked. He like he does a lot of things very well. I don't think he does anything great other than maybe batting average. Some years he hits like what like three fifteen. Some years he hits two seventy. But um, yeah, the the counting stats should be really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, yeah. he's. I mean. Yeah, he's not like a 40 home run guy or a 20 stolen base guy, but, you know, you could see 25 and 10 with a 300 average and, mm-hmm. you know, 200 RBIs and runs. So, yeah, he's just, yeah, like you said, he's like above average and like, you know, a lot of things. Ryan, I see you took our guy Estrada, had him in the queue. Needed a shortstop. I didn't have one. Just praying that they don't know that they don't sign people. Yeah, he's just that. uh, You know, he's if if he does get to you know play every day, he's gonna have you know a good amount of stolen bases with. You know, a non-zero pot, yeah, home run total. So, yeah, it's just risky to have him as your starting shortstop. Because again, if the 
for you guys and most of the utility role to ship pick. That's what I was looking at, Zach. Yeah, I struggled there for a second. Yeah. I'm on the clock in another draft. Who's in that draft with me? Dom, you're in that draft. Mm-hmm. I think Tom's um, in it also. Yeah, Tom's in it. Too. Yeah, I didn't know if he was still Tom. in the chat, though. Yeah, Tom's in there. You and Tom, I'm going to make my pick here. All right. Maybe I'll wait to make my pick so you don't see my – I don't tip my hand. I'll wait for, I'll wait for the player <laughs> to pass in our draft. <laughs> Play 4D here or 3D. I have a or ton of overlap here. from that team to this team as well. Same. I have so much overlap in all of my drafts. Yeah. It's very hard for me to <clears throat> diversify when there's certain players I like. Like Zach was like, oh, here comes Schwarber. I have probably like 75% Schwarber. <laughs> no, I mean, Altuve is one who's just kind of popping up on all my teams right now. Um, I'm big on a Hanniger bounce back here. I like him a lot. So I'm scooping him up where I can get him. What do you like about Hanniger? I just think that wherever he's, he, like, he's, he's a free agent, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he totally yeah. is. Um, I, you know, I, I, I love the idea of just kind of coming in here on a guy who you know was out most of the season, who has a fantastic pedigree. Like he, his upside is, you know, he could be top, you know, five or seven in RBIs in the right in the right position. And I just see, I see if he's fully healthy, he's going to be an absolute killer in the thirteenth round. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I like him. He's got the he's got the power. He can do runs. He can do home runs. Um, he can do RBIs. So just a lot to like there for where I get him. And I think people are going to be down on him from the injury for sure. Yeah, I've always liked Handiger too. Just needs to stay on the field, which has been quite the struggle. Yeah, it is. It is. He's he's getting older too, but I think he's got another run in him. <coughs> Zach, unless my uh, screen's bug, bugged, um, it's just white. Yeah, no, he's there. So, so Ryan, I um, after our talk on Friday, since I took McCarthy in this draft, um, you know, obviously now the D-backs traded for Lewis, which, you know, is the right-handed bat that they desperately needed in uh, in their outfield or DH, whatever, whatever position they're going to put. And we were talking about Thomas, my buddy, who um, is a – I guess he's like – he's a scout of sorts. He like works for um, one of the prep uh, like sites organizations that runs these like prep events and shit like that. Um, he was telling me, he's like, the Mets should trade for Alec Thomas. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't really want Alec Thomas. Like I don't, I don't particularly think he's that good. And he's like, you're going to regret that, what you say. But I, I was thinking more about it, and like Alec Thomas for Brett Beatty would make a ton of sense for both teams. Your thoughts? Um, that's actually really funny. I wonder if we're talking about the same friend. I also have a friend that does works in scouting for one of those prep baseball things, and uh, he loves Alec Thomas. Um, I mean, they probably all love Alec Thomas. Um, yeah, what just, like pre- just... uh, <laughs> what what uh company is it? Is it uh P PBR? Yeah. Okay, we'll have to yeah. talk. See if we, we, <laughs> I wonder if we know the same guy. 
Where, where does he live? You're both from New, New Jersey. <laughs> is Kyle Lewis actually going to ever play the outfield, though? No, but he can. I mean, he he shouldn't play the outfield, too. But uh, they have so many lefty outfielders that they kind of intermingle in between DH and outfield that they can platoon Lewis in whenever they're lefties pitching. Because they had like four lefty outfielders. <laughs> I guess they still technically do between Thomas, Carroll, Varsho, and McCarthy. They just have like a, they have like a huge um, log jam there. Yeah, I mean, not to go too, not to go too off on prospects, but I'm a really big Beatty guy, and I would, I would not trade Beatty for Alec Thomas, but no, um, it's 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 a good fit though. Yeah, I mean, especially if Nimmo walks, they're gonna need a good defensive outfielder, center fielder. Mitsef got Brandon Lau. Who apparently nobody wants because he also fell in our other decent or our other gladiator. Yeah, no one does want him. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure why I get that. I guess he had the back injury, but like the Rays don't platoon him. He hits lefties better than he hits righties. He's got a lot of power. They're going to move him to first. Won't really impact this format much, but he'll have first base and second base eligibility. I kind of like that. He'll have first base in – well, not in this format. Yeah, no, I'm saying it, it won't matter for this format, but for, for DCs, I think getting the – I like the corner middle eligible guys. That stuff takes freaking Cal Raleigh. <laughs> that wasn't even the top of the queue either. Is he set a? Is he set a queue? That's just fucked up, man. Automatically take a catcher for him, maybe. No, why would it take it? Why would it do that? I don't know. Well, it, was he the the next? Was he the next ranked guy that was available in his queue? Because like, if he had his corners and middles already filled, maybe that's yeah, what it was. You, his utils filled. No, though. it wasn't. The, mm. the top player was Josh Rojas. Oh, man, come on. But I'm see, uh, that's weird. I don't know. He's going to end up drafting nine starters, though. So probably won't get a closer. Man, that baddie for Alec Thomas trade has me in a fucking tizzy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just sitting here like the gears are the gears are grinding, man. Like, like both both players have like a very similar like need to lift to get into their their true tools, but like from a baseball standpoint, like Thomas is kind of like something you wouldn't trade as an organization. Just an, an up the middle defender, like incredible defender who made it to the bigs. Super yeah, but they already. They already have they have two up the middle super defenders in Carroll and Varshow. Yeah, so like, I, I understand, but just I, I don't know why you'd move that for like a third baseman. But Beatty, like oof, that guy hits the piss out of the baseball. Like when like, you have I, an ex, 
when you have an excess in one thing, which is defensive minded, left-handed center fielders, and you have huge holes in third base, second base, I think that would be, I, I, I would think that would be, but t- I mean, the Dimebacks do challenge trades a bunch, right? Like they did it with Jazz for Gallon. Jazz like, for Gallon, yeah. I, I just wonder if they do it for like. I, I wonder if they do it for pitcher. That too. Yeah, I I, I don't know that, that that's a hell of a trade. Like I love both players. There goes a good player. As much as I like, as, as much as I like uh, Bigby, there's a lot. There, he has a pretty low floor. I mean, there's a lot of swing and miss in there. So, and they, I mean, not to be the the worst version of Bigby is probably Emmanuel Rivera, right? Who they already have. Oh God. Emmanuel like, Rivera. Like if it really goes bad. Yeah. Hey man. If he did right if he starts like right handed, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying in terms of production. I mean, I, I I think I think there's a I think there's a pretty decent range of outcomes with Beatty where he's low average two twenty to two forty with like good power. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how you give up a center fielder for that. Is what I'm saying. Like a, yeah. a really he's good like, defensive center fielder. Th- that's where I was, just like baseball wise. Like he's Thomas. Like, Thomas is a G man. Like oh, I'm looking at Beatty. He hasn't he has he hasn't had a strikeout percentage over like 25 percent since uh, he in rookie ball in 2019 he had a 30 percent strikeout rate, but a 13 percent walk rate. Since then, it's been like 25 and under. And double-digit walk rates throughout minors. Um, All right, good, good point. Good point. He's definitely a better hitter than he's. He does not have that that Manuel Rivera floor. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, like the, the way baseball up the middle is how base, and especially with defense. And Thomas has offensive tools. So I don't know. It's it would be a tough deal. I can, I do think Arizona has to do something, but I don't know if it's that. Yeah, it, it might it might make more sense for them to do it for a pitcher. Well, thank God Ryan you took uh, Montas. Uh, I think he sniped Dupont. <laughs> you wanted him, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with his shoulder. <laughs> this is a much tougher pick. What do y'all think of the new schedule setup? Love Everyone it. Playing. Yeah, same. I think it's going to be so much fun. Every team, every year, you know? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I guess I wish there was a way. I just don't love the, I, I, you know what I wish they did? I wish they put the divisional games towards the end of the year. 
um, so that those games felt like they had more of an impact on the divisional standings. Because, like, I was kind of looking at how the Mets were playing some of their divisional games, and, like, they're done playing certain teams, like, way early in the year, um, which kind of sucks. So I wish they saved the divisional game matchups until, like, August, September, July, September, October, or July, July, August, September. That's my only gripe with it. But other than that, yeah, I think it's good for everybody to um, see each other. I think that's, I think it's good. How do you guys like this draft so far? You guys like your teams? Take that as not take that as a no. Not I particularly. My, I think my team is mid. The room is full of smarter people than I would like it to be, and the clock is very quick. These drafts are just it so incestuous. We're all just drafting against each other all the time. We're all fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> Like fucking each other. Right? I just hope, I just hope we don't take our brain from doing so many gladiators and it morphs into the other uh, formats. Because I mean, you do look at things differently here. Yeah. Absolutely. I was so DC oriented um, going into that first one, and I've kind of had to reconfigure my brain and how I'm like thinking about team construction, and then. Yeah, and then I, I haven't drafted DC since they opened these up, and I'm like, now that I'm drafting them, I, I kind of like, like I love just taking shots late, and I feel like I can't do that now. So I'm kind of like itching to get back into DC. Then once I'm in yeah, a you DC, do one, I'm of each. Like, one a minute one of DC, each. I'm gonna be like, fuck, this is taking so long. I wish, wish I could just do a 23 round gladiator and be done with it. Well, the thing is, this one is sort of like a nice gateway because, like, even if you wanted to um, start the DCs later, you can start doing these, like, in November, December, and like yep. learn the first part of the player pool and like do your player analysis. You don't, yeah. you don't, there's not so much pressure to learn like the like the back half of the player pool, all the minor leagues and stuff like that. You can work on that as you go, and you can really get into these and do a ton of these, and like it almost becomes like second nature these drafts, like just where like the players you're gonna pick. It's almost it's almost getting boring. Like I'm, I'm, this is my fifth or sixth one. <laughs> it's like this, it's like it's almost the same thing. Like I think I've gotten like Ryan Presley like in the third round like in four of them. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just too good a value to pass up Presley in the third round when with the price of closers and things. Well, yeah, the closers definitely get pushed up here. What are you doing here? So what are they going to do so, with this, right? So it's it's 100 leagues, and then they're going to close Gladiator 1, and then they're going to – and if it's early enough, they'll open a second Gladiator contest, so that way we're not going up against people that are drafting in, like, March in the overall. Is that the goal? I yeah. I, I think... Two different overalls. I mean, Derek, Derek pretty much said that um, – I think when he unleashed it, he the, the game, he felt that um, – that would happen. And I think the, he has these all scheduled through like mid January. So I think the yeah, hope is. If fill. We, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think 
everybody who does one is going to be hooked. So it's yeah. just getting people uh, to do their first one. Yeah, I just bought a six pack today and I, and I was thinking about it and I was like, do I have to use them all in Gladiator 1? Because like, I guess the concern is like, if they... Yes, and they then you have fill- to get six more for Gladiator 2. Really? Fuck. Yeah, no, it's going to fill up. I mean, it, the fast drafts, I plan to do a ton of fast drafts. Those might be a little more challenging than the slows, but um, they're going to, I mean, us shit. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not mid Seth. He's probably fell asleep. He's probably drunk, fell asleep. Thought it was 930. <laughs> I mean, if you thought it was 930, you're still. His team, besides, all he needs is closes, right? I mean, his team's not bad. Well, he showed up 20 minutes plays. early, West Coast time. Oh, uh, true, true, true. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's really not a bad team. I don't know where he lives, but. He's on so the did, now. He's going to time out again. like it if they added the seven bench? Rojas. So like oh, yeah. <laughs> did he get Rojas? Yeah. yeah, Rick brought up a good point. What do you guys think about that? If they if they just added like seven bench spots, so they made it like a main event roster, obviously, but but that's it. So you still have to set your lineup, but it's with a very shallow bench and no no pickups and anything. Obviously, kind of I kind of like the sound of that. But it so, defeats the purpose of the no work. Yes, agreed. Yeah, but it'd be minimal lineup setting multi-position players would be like the biggest premium of all time that's true so yeah like, exactly. yeah it, ca- it kills it for me strategy. like bit like dj lemay <laughs> goes up like seven rounds i love the idea of not touching it and hiding the uh teams not even having them in your team list and not even looking at it i, I don't just- even want to set lineups I guess I looked at more as like I'm not, I'm doing this versus doing a fifty dollar um third twelve team you know DC yeah where do you this. did have the set lineups but now for the, this if you added seven bench spots like the lineup would be minimal and it adds a little bit more strategy versus this is just like luck it's ga- it's literally gambling right now sure. And that's why the price point's low. Yeah, but then you got the power users like the Zacks of the world that are going to have about 70 of these. The lineups is a big deal if you have to do it. He did 50s before, and then now he'll just do these, though. And then it'll be quicker. Fish, you just had that. You just had to do that to me. Jonah. Had to take Jonah Heim. Yeah, I actually went into the draft board to look to see how many catchers you had. <laughs> Beautiful. Appreciate it. Oh, now Vince has taken some guys from like the bottom of the barrel here. He's now, this is great. Now he's like, he took himself off auto. He's making terrible picks. Awesome. He was doing better on auto. Took Bubba Thompson in the 15th round. Is he going to have a job? Has he gotten drafted yet? In one I'm of these, just, I'm, just, I'm just busting your ass. You're not even here to defend yourself. It's amazing, man. I can't remember who it was, but Ryan and I were just dragging someone who was saying that Bubba Thompson was going to steal 50 bases next year. We were like, Bubba Thompson won't even have a job next year. That Jonah, high, right. that Jonah high pick was a dagger. 
That was a dagger. Whoever whoever got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at the catchers, and it's kind of getting. There we go. Started a run. Job. Yeah, I figured this is what was going to happen, so I wanted to just get that second one, be done with it. I don't have to worry about catcher anymore. Why isn't Bob in the uh, in the video? Invited him. I, feel, I, was, I just I didn't even realize he was in this draft. Is that confirmed? <laughs> no, nah, Zach, it's it's gotta be you. Me? Yeah. I assume all of them are Zach. Who's who's saying that? I can't I can't see. Me. Uh, no, yes. no, no, no. I, I assume every single one is you. <laughs> no, no, no. Zach is on the record as vehemently denying being Rupert. Yeah, I am not. Dr. Dave, every single one. <laughs> Who was Dr. Dave? Did we ever figure that out? I wasn't Dr. Dave. <laughs> Watch it be Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, but. I, I think Rupert is Kerland, actually. You think yeah, it's Kerland? Right. <laughs> Curland or Brian Seymour? It could be Brian. It could be Brian. I, I'm not thinking so. If it's Curland, that's his best work. <laughs> that, yeah, that that would be. That is that his best be. work. <laughs> that would be his best work in fantasy sports. <laughs> that's that what I'm not. saying. I, I I put like good money on Seymour. I put him at like three to one Seymour. I don't know. I didn't have Bobby Big Bucks on my radar at all, but now he's creeping up there. <laughs> the ads yeah. change. Toss change ability, every day with Rupert. Does Bob have the ability to like log in with multiple accounts and not mess up? Sure. Yeah, maybe. He's on Twitter a lot, no? I think so. Anything's possible. And I messed up not taking the clerk as my second closer. Who's your second no, closer? I don't, take second. I don't think I'm going to double up on closers early again. It sucks. I, don't, I only have one closer. So mm. I thought about the clerk there, but I've actually thought about him for the last couple of rounds. Just couldn't do it. Yeah, I think that's where Jansen goes. It'll go. That's like, that's what I'm worried about. Thing. It's tough. Tough to guess that stuff. How did I know you would draft Native all day? Yeah, Homer. That's the biggest. I would donate my organs to Nadia Devaldi. <laughs> but what he did in 2018, I'll give my liver. <laughs> I 
big time catcher run. Donnie Baseball snagging another favorite. Baseball. <laughs> 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 Got a couple former players in the draft today. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> a Barry in there. Barry Zito. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, Jason. Alex Cobb. Hey, you want to fuck around? You want to fuck around and take Cassis in round fourteen? Shit's gonna happen. <laughs> Damn, it's no good. Damn, bro, <laughs> you pissed Jason off, dude. You get the horns. It's just like a repeat of my roster from the last draft, and it's a repeat of my roster from the slow one we're doing. Except yeah, that I've good to not diversifying these uh, overall contests with the chameleon entries. Yeah, I mean, small little tweaks, but I guess I just got to find the the right uh, mix of things. Like I took Varsho really early in this one. Trying to do and trying to stack for show and like Adley or another catcher. I wanted to just see what a roster would look like with like two early catchers, but I didn't get Adley back to me. It's stupid, but I, I was very close to stacking the Contreras brothers a catcher. <laughs> I, I also want to do uh Edwin Diaz and Ale uh, Alexis Diaz together, yeah, just like stupid go. shit. <laughs> The new Bargar, new Bargo in our draft? Oh yeah, he's long gone. Yeah. What's the what name? Okay, somebody was saying he's a hype guy. Like I don't get it. He was platooning kind of near the end. He batted two twenty. What's the deal? He hits it hard, right? So sell me on new Bar. Someone. Go look uh, at his walk ratio, Zach. Strike walk. Or yeah. Walk, yeah, the... uh, walk strikeout. Go look at the ratio. So the kid to walk is really, really good. Uh, he hits the ball really hard. He was hitting leadoff for them the majority of the time. He was a starter. And uh, he stole bases. I don't think there's anything not to like. And the bad bit was like 240 or 250 or something like that. It can't, it's not going to be that low again. I think he gives you, I don't know, 260 with first chip and steals and maybe hits leadoff for the Cardinals. Yep. Okay. And he gets a devil magic. Who's going to get both the Rugnet Oro brothers in this draft? That's my question. 
Pop the yeah, Cheerios Mark. while you're at it. Flying. I really wanted Andrew Haney, but I'm kind of scared to draft him, not knowing he's like guaranteed to be on the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> even if he will, even if he is on the Dodgers, though, like he still was hurt last year. Like, yeah, but his numbers were so ridiculous. Yeah. 110 Ks in 70 innings. What? But the 70 innings is a big, big issue. Yeah. Yeah, he's hurt a lot. I guess as your, I don't know, I don't know how many pitchers you have, but I guess as your, whatever eighth pitcher, it's not that bad though. Yeah, the injuries break baked into the price too. If it wasn't yeah. injury prone, guy'd be going hundred picks earlier. Yeah, for sure. If he resigns with the Dodgers, he'll probably be a hundred picks earlier. The opposite of the Tyler Anderson signing. <laughs> okay. I like Newt Bar. I looked into him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Zach's, Zach stamp of approval, man. I, I just, you know, the thing is, though, is they have so many outfielders. And I, I like I'm not I'm not 100 percent confident that he'll have the role for the whole year. Like if he struggles, there's somebody that's going to step in and replace him. That's I guess that's my only concern is like they have so many outfielders that they can mix in. And they only have four. Yes. They only have four. No, isn't it just yeah. Carlson? He's going too hot. Like I think I, I like Newbar, but he's he's going he's getting drafted too highly. But if you but if you're smarter than me and you're confident in him for whatever reason X Y Z that you, that you think he's going to be worth it, then like it makes sense. But I don't know. For me, like from what I see so far, it's like yeah, a lot of things look look good, but there's a lot of other players around there that are more safe and and like have even a higher upside. Um, that he's just going to he's going he's getting he's getting overhyped. No, I, I, like I said I said earlier, I think he and I like him. I drafted him in this draft, but. I think he is one of the top few like, helium risers. Yeah. Hey, if you like him and you're saying the exact you're wrong, like yeah, it could be wrong. Like, yeah. I just I just don't I don't see enough. Like yeah. it's, it's just it's just going too high for all the range of outcomes in my opinion. But if you're if you know something I don't, then power to you. No, no, I, I'm with you. I don't think I know anything you don't. I just I want I I'm grabbing him in a couple of places early. Because I think his price is actually going to continue to rise. Oh, did you take him in this draft? I didn't see. Yeah, I got him in this one. Um, I don't know where I got. He's my fourth outfielder. But um, no, he's. Um, I, I do think they have a decent amount of outfielders, but I think Dylan Carlson is a replacement level player, and I think Walk- Jordan Walker will eventually make it onto the team. But um, oh fuck, I'm up. But um, he'll. Uh, um, I think. Uh, I don't think they have a natural DH there. So I think that you'll see Goldie at first, Arenado at third, and then you'll get and when you look at the outfield, you'll have O'Neill, you'll have ba- uh you'll have a uh, Newt Bar and you'll have Walker out there probably in whoever the whoever I'm thinking is gonna be the DH or they'll rotate first. 
Zach, that is a good argument, though, in favor of not taking him this early. Uh, not that it's a bad pick, Chris, but um, no, no, I got, I got no, like I said. but like, like for du- no, no, it's just that like Verdugo, Loriano, Benintendi, like those guys are definitely safer. Yeah, one of those, no. and what, and and you know, let's say Fam signs in St. Louis and messes it up, right? I don't think I don't, I don't think they're going back to uh, the well with him. No, but, but yeah, I know, I know. You're saying. Of, any, yeah. but any, any signing, anything could right. I almost feel like they're going to have to make a trade. Yeah. But they're, they're pretty I really, much I really like. They're set almost everywhere, though, right? I mean, catcher, maybe? Short, they right. don't have a shortstop, but. Stop. No, well, look at all the rumors, right, the other week. They, got they would be moving uh, Newt Bar to Toronto for a catcher. Is Edmund a good defensive shortstop? I thought he was a better, like, second baseman. I think he's the. Best defensive shortstop in baseball last year. Really? Yeah. Did anyone? Uh, did, he, right, did he not win the right when course? the season ended? The uh, GM said Edmund is the shortstop next year. Pretty clear about that. Right. Vote of confidence. Better than DeJong. Well, well, I think um the Cardinals are pitching badly, really badly. As someone who just drafted, as someone who just drafted, uh, um, you know, Miles Miklas and Adam Rainwright, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> as somebody that, as somebody that, as somebody that drafted Jordan Montgomery, and I'm about to be drafting <laughs> Stephen Matz, I don't know what you're talking about either. <laughs> no, their five, their five is fine when they're healthy, but um, yeah, yeah. Mikolas was never healthy until last year, and uh, Flaherty's yeah. got issues. Yeah. Wayne Wright's for, Wayne Wright's forty two years old, and Stephen Matz is, is never healthy either. So. Not healthy, yeah. Yeah, they need us. They need like a six starter, and they need bullpen help. Yeah, agreed. Hey, is Willie Adama still out there? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, he's uh, he's so good. Is that the most wild pick of the draft here, you think? I think so. Could be. Is that Mattingly in the chat talking about Harper? Yeah. Been there. Missed the Harper. Oh, I missed the Harper news. See, he's getting it's been it's been screw ups every time. Yeah, it, it may well be. Yeah. Mr. Harper news. The Harper news from six months ago when he fucked up his elbow. Been <laughs> <laughs> a long, hard slog, guys. That's great. So that Mattingly is why you don't wait on outfield. Cedric Mullins, Gavin Lux, Charlie Blackman is his first three outfielders, and we're in round nineteen. That's. Shit. Fuck Ryan. Fuck. Getting bad. Getting real bad. <laughs> oh, really, Luis Garcia? Yeah. I think Fraley's a little sneaky guy this year. I mean, he feels like 2010 if he plays. 
I mean, and that's with the small bags. The regular yeah, I, bag. I, yeah, he's he's kind of platoon, but I, I like him a lot. That ballpark. I have no idea what to do with stolen bases this year. My general approach so far in early drafts has been to completely ignore it the way I used to do batting average and just assume it's going to work out. I feel like we're all like pissing in the wind trying to figure that one out. I mean, you got O'Neill. If he stays healthy, he can get you some bags. Oh, yeah. I, I'm totally punting stolen bases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and new bar, I guess. Those are, those are your... Hey, Aaron Judge is going to get me. Yeah, today. Judge. Judge with 20, maybe. That's right. But, I, but oh, in all I, seriousness, I don't know what to do with him this fell year. off real quick. What fell off real quick, sir? Say in a second. Any middle infielders left? No, none. There aren't any. I you I get a, I, you can get Isaiah Kiner for off his years. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have bet a thousand dollars on you taking Tovar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking between him and Luis Garcia. I was picking between him and uh, I don't forget who. I think C.J. Abrams back when I took C.J. Abrams. Yeah, when That's when uh, Ron, you took uh, when you took Garcia, I'm like, oh fuck, I need to take. I think I have to take Tova a little bit earlier than I expected to. Yeah, yeah, it gets bad. So like, when we were talking, we were talking about the Cardinals everyday DH. This is who I think their everyday DH is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just gonna. I was gonna take him here next. Yeah, that's oh, a good point. Who did Chris you pick, Yepes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he, he just. I think he just absorbs all the Pujols at bats, and I think he can actually play left a little bit too, and he can play first on days they want to give Goldie DH at bats. Grammy refreshed it there now. Yeah, Tommy Pham just got picked. Tommy Pham got picked. There we go. Yeah, where's Tommy Sam going to go? Back to Boston. Or Korea. <laughs> he's uh, he's going to go to Japan with Bauer. Yo, well, he's got to he's got to keep like playing. He can't retire. Fam? Who? Yeah. I mean, he's good enough that he should play. Just he just needs a shitty team that's going to give him 500 at bats. Yeah, there's enough of them. He's got a CH for like the Pirates or something. Yeah, or like, I mean, I guess Oakland wouldn't give him probably the money that he would want. But like, I'm trying to think where else I could see. Top flying up to crack too, Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe Nick like Allen. Texas, maybe <laughs> Texas. When you when you say Oakland's gonna give you the money you want, you really don't want a lot of money, is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think he wants to play. He, he I don't end up get in the, Washington. Yeah, that could work. They, they certainly. I, I wouldn't hate that. You got a little bit of money, like 
I mean, they have the richest owner besides Cohen in baseball. Yeah, fam, but, fam cracked me up when he got stabbed or whatever, and he was like, yo, I realized life is too short, so I'm just going to live even harder. Like, Scribble <laughs> <laughs> that, that on that, man. Yeah. yeah he, he, well, he should go to Oakland and just try to stick around until they move to Vegas. Oakland, and then you can really live it up. Tom, Tommy Flam in Oakland, that's a, that's a rough... <laughs> He just needs to stab someone else, even the odds. Here comes my steals. Yeah, I was thinking about him. I mean, currently, I don't I don't think it's gonna he's gonna get uh, 160 games, but he's leading off for the Marlins according to roster resource, and they're not gonna spend any money. So well, and they just DFA'd Brian Anderson, so they don't really have a third baseman. They can put exactly. him and Wendell. I think Wendell's still on their roster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. I mean, Mattingly seemed to like him enough to keep playing him. He won't be there anymore. Um, but he's but, there now. They're not. They're not going to spend any money. Let's be clear. So, give me, yeah, give me I guess the only thing back. is if they, if they make a trade, if they trade some of their pitching and they get somebody that could, I mean, kind of take some bats away from him. But they have enough injury prone outfielders that he could work his way out there too. I, I, I was strongly considering it. And Jazz. Yeah. I love Jazz. He's one he's like my favorite player in baseball, but he's 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 brittle. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think Senga's gonna sign? They're saying uh They're saying uh, San Diego. But then I saw today the Mets were talking to him. I mean, he's going to talk to everybody, but. It's rare you you get a guy like that that doesn't have a posting fee. I can't. I'm trying to think of who the last guy was that didn't have a posting fee that has that kind of talent. Jason, what did you say the rumored deal was that was so far off of what he's actually going to get? Oh yeah, it was like I think MLB trade rumors and a bunch of people picked it up. Five years, seventy-five million. He's going to get way more money than that. Oh, what yeah. big market team would wouldn't give him seventy-five million? Sure, it seems like Everybody. such a small risk for that talent. Everybody would, especially over five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be very. It's very competitive. I mean, the Cubs are going hard. The Mets talk to him like them. The Padres, the Red Sox like them. I mean, it's. That's going to be a um, lot of demand. Absolutely. Fish, you took Whitmerry for the round 20. Well, I was going to yeah. say that. Well, it's pretty late. Yeah, um, I needed – obviously, I've been kind of chasing speed a little bit the whole time, and I just think his eligibility, like, um, not necessarily, like, for fantasy, but, like, just his ability to play kind of all over the place, his kind of, uh, you know, second outfield. I think, like, even if the Blue Jays bring somebody else in, he's just kind of one injury away and he's going to spell people. I think you should 
get somewhere close to 500 at bats, hopefully. I don't know. I could be wrong. That could be. Do you take him over Birdie? Over Birdie? Um, Well, see, I really like Birdie a lot, too, because I think he's kind of in the same position. Like, even if he doesn't have a full-time starting role, he's one injury away from being the full-time guy there. And then by the time that guy's back, then somebody else might have got hurt. And, like, I think those kind of guys just kind of worked their way into a lot of at-bats. It's a little – like, that's my – mindset for you know draft champions that's why i like a lot of those guys that are multi-eligible um that can steal bases but multi uh, yeah i mean i guess it just comes down to if you, i mean it depends if you know miami brings anybody else in i would think that right as of right now he's got to be you know playing every day surprised at the lack of Hunter Brown. Two guys that got picked in this last round, one of them I grabbed. I'm surprised that the Hunter Brown and Vaughn Grissom love is not higher. So the lack of yeah, we talked we talked about Grissom last uh last draft. And yeah, I just don't I don't know where he's gonna play. He uh down the stretch they just straight up him. put him on the bench. But Dansby's going. He's, they're not resetting Dansby. Yeah, that's my. I think that's my main issue is that Grissom can't play short. So I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where. I read um, today the magician Ron Washington is sending him to work with Grissom like one on one this offseason about short. He's yeah. worked some miracles, Ron Washington, in the past. So, yeah, I just read that today. I didn't know that uh, before the last get, uh, gladiator. He has. It's a good time if you ever go out into a club with him. <laughs> imagine, uh, imagine Ron Washington and Jesse Morris in the same club. <laughs> That's a good time, right there. <laughs> oh man, I just, don't, I just don't. I don't think you call a guy up from Double A without a plan to play him somewhere. The way they did, and then he performs. I mean, maybe, but. Given how well he hit, it's it's just kind of surprising. What about Hunter Brown? Because it's just he's the sixth starter, and that's that's why. Like it's kind of unclear mean, right now. I, I I would I would take him. I think he's I think he's going to get a starting role. Um, maybe not right from the jump, but from I th- I think. I think he'll throw like 120, 130 innings. I think Verlander's gone, and I don't particularly trust McCullers' health and Urquidy. I don't know what the deal is with him too. You're probably looking at something similar to what Christian Javier did in 2021. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, like 100, 100 innings or so. Mm-hmm. But I mean. I mean, if I get if you give me the over under on twenty and twenty starts for Hunter Brown, I'll take the over. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I I think I think he uh, and he's got the least mileage on his arm. Like they they've had a bunch of late uh, you know postseason runs the last couple of years, and they've put a lot of innings on a lot of those guys' arms, and um, they haven't really had anybody go down and it's probably just a matter of time. And unfortunately I have one of the guys that they put a lot of mileage on in Framber. 
Um, but I like that he has like elite stuff and he has the least amount of mileage on his arm compared to the other guys ahead of him in the rotation. Not a lot of good players left, huh? <laughs> taking, you're going to take Trevor Bauer. Pretty, I'm pretty sure, you know, you sh- well, you should take, always should take Trevor Bauer every time. I think it's, it's kind of your signature. Always Bauer. It's becoming your signature. Always Bauer. There's one guy left who I'm very interested to see where he lands, and I'm not taking him, but somebody's going to. You going to the casino here? Hmm. I said I was not drafted last time. Wait a second. <laughs> Who wasn't drafted last time? Uh, the guy I think I'm going to take here. Where's the guy? Oh, there he is. Okay. Erasmo Ramirez. <laughs> what about? I got to leave myself open for utility. Is there nothing left in utility, though? Oh, there's garbage. and The hitter in garbage, though. It's garbage. I know who you're talking about now, Zach. Who am I talking about? I'm not going to tell you. So, Laird didn't get taken last time? No, no, no. I had to take – I, I was going to take somebody else. But um, I'll take Solaire. I think I know who you're talking about. I'll tell you after we're past the point right. where you take him. Yeah, well, I might take This might be stupid, but it's probably stupid. Oh, I like Cody. Was he taken last time? I don't think so. <clears throat> See the last couple of rounds. These last couple of rounds are going to be a lot of. Uh, there's going to be a lot of variability. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you got to mix it up a little bit and differentiate yourself and take guys that could pop. So I need a middle infielder, and there's fucking nobody. You know what? I, when I when I was looking at the middle infield and looking at how scarce it was, I could I forgot that I could have. Well, I didn't forget, but I wasn't really paying attention to. Brandon Drury, uh, I could have moved him and I could have taken a corner, but I think I looked at that. I think corner was shit as well. Yeah. Uh, there's be- there's a, a lot more corners that I would fucking take right now than middle infielders. Oh, yeah. Then, so that's, a good book. that's a good pick, Zito, to get uh, Chapman there. Is he your... You have Hendricks and Hawk and Chapman. That's pretty good. You're saying Hawk's going to be a starter, right? No, they said he's probably the most likely guy to be their closer. Last really? time I saw him. Yeah, that's... Well, they keep fucking with them. They they told Whitlock and Hawk to come in ready to start. But they didn't say you're a starter. They just said prepare as if you're a starter. I feel like this yo-yoing, they're going to keep getting hurt doing this. Oh Just select one one path for them. 
Yeah, I'm glad I didn't take, uh, I'm glad I took Solaire because um, what's his basic? I just went, it was my fallback for my utility spot. Cabrera. Oh, Bobby Big Bucks takes Mondesi. There goes Mondesi. That's the Bobby guy. Big, Bobby Big Bucks. I don't I get it. I'm surprised. I, I can't believe the Royals tendered him a contract. He I hates playing that, baseball. I yeah, thought that's I, who you were talking about, Zach, was Mondesi. What's that? I thought you, when you were saying the guy that didn't get drafted and you were like thinking about it, I thought it was Mondesi. Oh, I would never think. I would never think about Mondesi. <laughs> actually, I, I was I was actually surprised that he didn't get taken uh, last draft. I would I would have taken him if he didn't go. I literally get went two picks really? before me. Yeah, well, I have no speed and it's a utility spot. Take a shot, even if he plays half a season, he might get you twenty bags. You know what I mean? Yep. Nothing no, I don't. Side. I understand it, but it seems. Um, Bobby, big balls. You got to take. You got to have balls to take Montesi. I'm gonna let the uh, Miguel Vargas pick. Thanks. He's a stud if he plays. If if he can do, you know, even eighty percent of what he does at AAA in the Dodgers lineup, man. Whew. That'd be nice. Yeah, he's a really good athlete too. So you're definitely getting some steals there. Yeah, that's a good thanks. Jordan Walker and Mervis went. Jordan Walker and Matt Mervis went already. Mervis yeah. went for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Walker, I think Jordan Walker. Walker went as well. I think Don met Don met and we took Mervis. I took Walker at the beginning of the 18th. Did you guys know Fish has played in as many World Series games as Don Mattingly? <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it in a couple of sources. I didn't believe it, but I read it twice. Fish is a hell of a player. Don't sleep on him. <laughs> Damn. Nick Gordon. Fuck. Now, oh, now, middle infield is really fucking gone. Did Kirillov go in our last draft? He's a guy that's sort of forgotten. Yeah, I thought about him with my utility, but guys is always hurt. Yeah, I, I, did he actually get his wrist fixed? Yeah, he's gotten his wrist, fi wrist fixed, but it's I think it's potentially a chronic problem. Yeah. I mean, that's why he's the – if he if it wasn't, he wouldn't be going here because – He's he's a legit dude, but uh, it sucks to see him where he is. There's a lot of players like are tempting to take here, but it's just like they could be nothings. TJ Friedel, wow, like that, and like that. Drake James, Jameson's doing well. Oh, he's, yeah, doing he's, well he's doing well for himself. Yeah, he's Jameson's a hell. Jameson's a hell of a pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. His peripherals are amazing. Off the charts. Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say the thing with some of these like these last picks is like maybe you want to get somebody that no other team has. Right. Um. You know. Kind of like kind of DFS, DFS where it's differentiate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I, I was thinking about that too. 
especially you know it's volume vo- you have volume of you know entries and it's like all right well i'm gonna try to take the one pitcher that you know maybe three percent of the field's gonna have and if he pops it's gonna be huge for me yeah yep exactly I mean, hey, pick Patrick Corbin. No one else is going to draft him. <laughs> he didn't go draft. He didn't. Get, he went undrafted in the DC that we just did. I think me and Graham. I think I that's good. I think that's good advice. Someone should definitely do that. Jesse Winker. See, hitting gets ugly, man. No offense, but hitting gets tough at the end here. I think that's a good pick in the second. What if he gets though? traded to Toronto or Houston? Or Houston, I don't. I don't think he'll go to Houston. That that would be an asinine trade for them to make. Ah, uh, you know, I don't hate them. Do I want hard to sort between the shitty guys that are out there? Yeah, I'm deciding between two shitty catchers. Take the one I want. This is a guy that hadn't been drafted last time. Yeah, I had him in the queue. Good pick. Not bad. Hopefully he just gets the Tommy John again so he doesn't blow up my ratios. <laughs> yeah, get get 130 innings. across the board. <laughs> I think I'm definitely gonna continue the strategy of having two or three pitchers left at the end because there's a bunch of them that are okay right now. Yeah, whatever comes back. Like I have I have five pitchers in my queue right now, and I can't even decide between them. I think there's a lot of good. I think the same thing goes for bats, though. I think there's eight or ten bats right now I'd love to have. Really? Yeah. Let's talk about that after the draft because I don't see any that I like. Really? Interesting. We uh, talked about two of them on the, on already that are still left. There's a couple good ones. Uh, there's a couple that I would be okay with, but – the problem, the, one of the interesting things is this is where getting locked into like one position because there's a couple guys that will qualify at a good position but that aren't there yet, so it doesn't really help you. I see two players that like I would be confident taking here, and the rest of them all have like serious like like two players that I, I don't even really like them, but I I would take them here, but mm. the, the re- like but they have like three players. But the rest of the players, I want no. There's just too risky for this part. We can we can yeah. talk about it. We can see what we can see what's left over after the. Yeah, draft. I just like I like the wild card aspect. Like we were talking about, like you're going to take a person here who, sure, there's a chance they're half a season player, but there's a chance they're a league winner. And yes, I'm talking about Yuli Gurriel. Mm. 
Fuck me. Waldchuk was on my short list. Ooh, I like that. Good pick. Yeah, the reason why I took Waldchuk and Jeffers, I feel like there's some guys that um, I think the playing time is going to be there, and I'm not sure how many people are going to draft them. Oh, hopefully he goes to the Rockies. <laughs> Taiwan. I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a uh, Rocky material. Not quite. Not quite. You know, not quite Christian. Not <laughs> I don't. I don't know. He's he's a little too jazzy. For the Rockies. Come on, do it. Take him. Take him, Dom. You know who you want. I I only can take a middle infielder. No. I don't know. Is he a middle is he no, an no. outfielder? Take your outfielder, the guy you want. No, I can't. I, I need a middle infielder. Oh, you need a middle infielder, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is so shitty. Fuck me. Who's left? Nobody. Wilbur. <laughs> oh, don't was, cry over Wilbur. Nothing wrong with I was Wilbur. Just, I was just going to say that, that uh, he sticks out in that group. I'm, I'm worried about that'd, that'd his my, at-bats. That'd be my pick easily. Yeah, I mean. What are you worried about? His at-bats. Will Wilson never turned in anything. They've got nobody. They're not signing anybody. Oh, Wil- Wilmer man. Flores? He's a lock to play, man. Exactly. You think so? I think Gabe oh, yeah. yeah. Gabe Absolutely. Kapler called him their best player at the end of last year. Gabe Kapler wasn't like They, they love Wilmer. Yeah, I know. I know they love him. But I thought. I think JD Davis might like eat into his at bats some, and if they sign some, I, I worry about if they sign guys. Like he, I mean, his contract is like a bench player: three years, sixteen and a half million, five million a year, or whatever, five and a half million a year. But they give him a lot of at bats, so we'll see what he can do with it. He got six hundred at bats last year, so all right, or six hundred plate appearances. Oh, whatever, it'll play. Yeah, I think that was the. He's going to do the guy could have picked him out of that group. They're not playing. They're not, they're not paying anyone. Andy Rodriguez was who I was considering between Haas and. Mm. But. I almost took him too, but mid stuff needs a catcher still too. Yeah, I, tr- I want. It's gonna be the last catcher again. Can you do it? Can you do it? Carson Kelly. You know, there's a bunch of good catchers. Like the catchers didn't go as yeah. they did last time. Yeah. Well, like <clears throat> Andy Rodriguez didn't get drafted last time. I don't think. Who else I would draft him in this. In no fucking way. I don't what think the fuck? Jeff- Detroit hat. Show I don't a think respect for Schreiber. <laughs> I don't think Jeffers got drafted uh, in our other one, did he, Ryan? <laughs> I don't. I don't think Jeffers got drafted. No. Yeah, I don't think so. So there's two guys I want here, Zach. I'm gonna flip a coin. What position? Utility. No oh boy, don't take my guy. That was one of the that was one of the guys that Chris, that was one of the guys that I said that would be okay. He was one of the three mm-hmm. guys left that I think is okay. 
There's one that pops for me. Josh Ooh. Donaldson? No. <laughs> definitely not. Oh, Zuna. He wasn't the one. He sort of he was a little bit too risky for me. Bad boys. What you gonna do? You taking fishy. Uh, last pick of the draft here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really excited about any of these guys, but um, I'm going to take the guy that came on strong at the end of the year. There's a lot of people that need a shortstop. Let's get some more speed. There you go. All right, so I'll tell you, the, the, the position players that I had left that were okay, that I was willing to take, like as were Austin Meadows and Spencer Turkelson and Abisail Garcia. What about Justin Those Turner? Are three that, yeah, Justin Turner was my other Justin Turner? No, nah, I don't want him. No? What about, what about well, Brett Batty? He's risking this format right now. Like I might as well. Like there's other guys like like that, like like that fall into that category, like Donaldson or Jared Walsh. Um, I think Turner's a lot better of a player than Donaldson, though. Like, Turner's gonna hit 280. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's fair. But he's a he's yeah. A, he's I, a I, Kepler, I, I Kepler is like in that range for me. Brett, what about Brett Beatty? Uh, no. He's like, you don't know yeah. for sure. You don't know for sure with him. I think, I think that you can't really do more than like one prospect in this format. Like, you need locked in at bats if you're gonna compete. As much for as you think overall. you want to win it all, actually, Victor Robles might not be a terrible pick in this format. You love Victor like Robles. Oscar Colas, Oscar Colas was another guy I was thinking of. And yeah, he'll get drafted. I'm, I don't. I don't have the balls to 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 take him in this format. I agree. And Alec Thomas was another one I was looking at. Luke, what about Voight? Denzel. Not until I see where he signs and what the opportunity is. Because if he's just a, if he's just a part of a you know platoon, short side platoon or something like that on a good team, I, I wouldn't want it. But if he if he ends up somewhere like the Nationals, like that would have been, you know, if he if he just got tendered a contract and was going to stick on the Nats, I'd be more inclined to draft him here. But there. So, what do you guys? Any anything that you found that you did in this draft, like if you did both of them, that you found that you didn't realize in the one before that, like Dom, did, like did you learn? Did you learn any lessons? And you're like, okay, yeah, this is better. I did this draft better because I did something different. Um, the only thing I can think of in this draft compared to the last one is I, I prioritized outfield and pitching versus the last one where I didn't, uh, I didn't get a lot of the pitching I wanted and I Phil, was, so you, just copy, you just copied Phil. Okay. That was smart. No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm just joking. I'm yeah. Just joking. No, but, but yeah, you feel a lot better. But then again, at the end of the draft, I'm like, you know, I'm trying to plug middle infield and second catcher so yeah you're gonna always leave kind of feeling like you're short somewhere and that's just i think how it's gonna go like i didn't take a short stop until round 17 cj abrams i don't feel great about that so for me um i'll, I'll tell you I'm, I'm happy i waited on my second catcher a little bit more than the first time i yeah. think once the once the catchers like the mid like once the kyberts and the jansons fall off you might as well keep waiting um, instead of reaching out someone like three quarters of the way through the draft. Another thing I was happy about was um, 
um, waiting on pitching to the end. There's a lot of interchangeable pitchers like near the end. I still have like six guys in my queue that I'm just as happy with for the, as like my last two. So I think there's a, there's a real plateau there. Um, one thing that I probably still would change is that like people say outfield scarce, but once you get to a point and pull up the board, um, I can look at it. Um, once you get to like round 16, 17, that's where you really want to focus on your middle and, middle and corner because like all these outfielders, like, like okay, for my, my draft, for example, I took Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I think he was my fifth outfielder. Uh, yeah, he was my fifth outfielder. And I passed up on a whole bunch of corners and middles. I should have just taken a corner and infield, corner middle there, even though maybe I thought Gurriel was better because there's a whole bunch of outfielders that are pretty close afterwards. Like I took Solaire like in round 21, like I could have waited on, I could have taken a, a corner middle instead of Gurriel and got Solaire as my outfield. Then I would have had flexibility to do whatever I wanted. So that's sort of something that I'm going to be cognizant of. Jay, what about you? What do you think? Anything you sort of learned in the same way? I, I didn't have much of a, a plan. I just wanted guys to kind of fall to me um, at good prices. Um, I did want Real Muto. I'll go there. But uh, be, besides that, I was just letting guys fall to me. I'm pretty happy about how the closing situation came out because last draft was bananas to get him. Um, I know Iglesias, Zach, is your number one closer, your favorite. So I took him in mm-hmm. round five. Um, yeah, you but, uh, <laughs> but uh, no. I, a lot of injury risk I have. I mean, you know, being realistic. Um, but who cares? You know, this format's like a lot, like a, a lottery ticket. Yeah, I gotta. Say, when I look at Jason's team, I think it looks so great. Except they're just they're not enough Yankees on it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can fix that. <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're, we're outside, outside of that, that, it's perfect. I hope Josh Bell gets signed by the Yankees. <laughs> Uh, they got, they got, I'll donate, I'll donate my, I'll donate my team. (laughs) (laughs) Or Mancini. Mancini's free. If only there were more Yankees, it would look like a a winning team. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Jason only takes um, free agents that like are players that like uh, positions that the Yankees have already filled. They already signed Rizzo, so you can take the free agents, Mancini and Bell. Chris, what about you? This is your first complete one, right? You're in the middle of another one with us, right? Yeah, I'm in the middle of I'm or, like, me. Much yeah, you got that, that's the one you got Vladdy, Bobby Witt in round one, two, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and this one, you started with Judge Riley, which is also good. Judge, ju- look at this guy. It, it, it's same, same day, or I don't know, first two drafts, gets Vladimir Guerrero, then Bobby Witt Jr. falls in the second round, and this guy, and then he also gets Aaron Judge, pick 12. And Bobby like, Witt Jr. fell to the second round in one of these? 2.5. So, fifth what? Pick, Fifth pick Holy shit! He went fifth pick in our first draft, or our four, or yeah. fourth. Pick yeah, it's crazy. Draft. That draft, Chris. The draft that we're in is like that's that's wacko. Like that's the, the, you're gonna we're gonna get some crazy stuff. I was all pissed because he got Chris got that value. Then I ended up getting McClanahan in round five in that draft, which is also yeah, it's, pretty cool. It's, it's crazy. That, that draft is very weird. I don't even know like yeah. what to what's happening with it. But yeah, I got I got I'm drafting out of the 11 spot, and I got Vlad in the first round, which I thought was oh wow, that's great. And then somehow Bobby Witt was there in round two, so that was that's also crazy. Cool. That's that preposterous. Was, that was like was, my first DC. 
wit fell that far and I was kicking myself for letting him fall that far. And he's never fallen out of the first round since that I've seen. Yeah. yeah Joe, he took him in the fourth, <coughs> the fourth pick in the, the draft that we just did. Yep. Fourth I mean, in, in this league, I mean, I definitely, so I'm, I'm of the opinion, my, my general strategy, and we'll see if it works or not. in these kind of gladiators is to generally wait on starting pitching, which most people do. So I don't know if it's a smart play or not, but um, I, you know, and, and I got, when you think about like the scarce positions, I've got Kenley and Clay Holmes, which I, I think Holmes is going to be the closer in New York. Cashman's pretty much said it. So I like getting him as late as I did. And um, I've got a whole bunch of counting stats and power. And my general approach was kind of ignore steals until late and, They'll figure themselves out because who knows what's going to happen with the big bases and the throwbacks and all that stuff and uh, finish middle of the pack in, in steals and I'll have sick counting stats and pretty good. I think, I think, I think pitching kind of evens out. Like I took guys like that are going to eat innings like Stroman, Mikolas, Wainwright. People don't think Alex Wood eats Bruce innings. But he actually does. Like, yeah. Wood, the yeah. And yeah. And like, would had like you know 28 29 starts last year so i think that was kind of my idea with terrible yeah he, he was he had a bad era it was his fip wasn't bad and his or maybe whatever i think i think his era is going to regress back down to like low fours high threes and his whip okay, was whip will be average so yeah that's that's where i am so i kind of drafted similar pitchers in my first one of these um Chris and <clears throat> I kind of like thought about it and I think we were talking about it after the chat or after the draft in the chat and like I think that's where my DC brain versus this format brain kind of like I rewired a bit where I love Stroman, Mikolas, Wainwright in the DCs guys that are just like eating innings and I can just plug them in when I need but in this format I think it's almost better to like target like the glass that like the injury guys that are going to have really good ratios and like even if they don't give you you know 170 innings like Mikolas or Wainwright might the ratio they they won't hurt your ratios like you almost might not want Wainwright to give you 180 innings based on what he might do to your like whip and ERA yeah like I think you know Interesting. Like that, but you, I've never done this before, so you could be totally right. I, my whole thing was just try to get me a bunch of fucking like wins and strikeouts and volume. Yeah. I think, I think there's like a, a tipping point of like when, like when there's too much volume, it like can kind of kill what you have. And I guess, you know, I guess you didn't invest too hev- heavily in closers, but like too much volume might offset the elite closer if you invested in early elite closers like that's a good you know yeah i can see that i can see that yeah i I have no idea what's going to work and what's not that was my my theory was mostly bats early get two closers and then just fill in with with some volume in in the pitching whether or not that'll work or not i don't know yeah, I mean, no, none, none of us, none of us know. And like, you know, 
you invest early in closing and then Hader puts up a five ERA for the season and you get your, you get your um, saves, but he, he can, so you don't, you don't know what's going to happen with, with any of this, but yeah, I was like, I was thinking that and I like, I was like, I don't know if I want too many of those volume guys because they could just cut out from underneath any of the early pitching you invested in the ratios that they're giving you. So we'll see. So the closers, everyone, everyone obviously going early because there's no bench. You can't take shots. They become more valuable, but I think that gets compounded and they become even more valuable because you know, some of your starters are going to get hurt and you can't replace them. So your, your relievers, um, their ratios become more paramount on your team. Correct. So yep. like the, the fact that like, I think the, the value in the, the, the elite relievers are like twofold um, in this, in, the, in, the, in these drafts. Um, so that's what I wanted to say that. And also I wanted to ask Graham, like from an outside, from a, from a voyeur point, point of view here, what, like, can you see the, can you see the board? Like, what are your, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I, can't, strategy, I can't see um, the board, but I'm laughing at you calling me a voyeur. Can you, can you see the board? Or no? no, it's, no, it's all it's, a, it's just a white screen. Oh, it's just a blank screen. Something yeah. that that just popped into my head actually is like, now we can see it. What about now? Yeah, yeah, it's I good can now. see it now. Is okay. in, in this format like seeing as I I see this as you're just swinging right, like you're you're trying to you're trying to spike it huge. So wouldn't it make more sense to go? three relievers if you're going to assume that one of your starters are going to get hurt and say like you draft seven starters say one gets hurt you're down to six and say your sixth starter is i don't know two of the three relievers might get hurt well right but like if you're just trying to spike it like and the the inning the inning threshold is low like wouldn't you rather have like 80 innings from matt brash than like Ken Waldachuk potentially like Ken Waldachuk potentially giving up seven out of seven earned in like four innings out of the like 90 innings that he gives you in a year. I don't want to draft either. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. This was just what I was thinking out loud is like, Guys were that talking. Makes sense, but like, if you if you if you try to shoot for the moon like that, then if one of your starters gets hurt, you're down to five yeah, starters. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. And then you're then you're going to be hard pressed to compete in other categories. Like we were t- we were talking about earlier, I think there is a build that lends itself to to doing that to having three relievers, but I think you need to have like I think you need to go pocket aces or something like that. You need to have yeah. like five hundred or, you know, close to 500 strikeouts with your first two starters. If I'm drafting three relievers, I want at least one of them to be a really good reliever because I don't want three shit relievers on my team. You're fucked. So that's so what, why if, I, what if you just do the Dizzo then? You go like Cole Burns, two closers. It's back. tough to get. It's tough to get that with like how this draft went because like what yeah. two closers would you get round three and four like you would get if you wanted to do that right so theoretically like fish could have done that at the at the 15 spot he could have taken cole and burns right and then who's there for him at three it would be like helsley and 
I, I'm just workshopping it out loud. Nice. Like it seems like it seems like pitcher like starters kind of fall. So you could almost go closer, closer, starter, starter. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. so you could go class eight Diaz, and then I could have went like Nola McClanahan. Yeah, yeah. And then you just take then somebody then later. Were, like you could take where, like. Where would you be in hitting? You, then where do you get your steals? Yeah, then you'd have to just go all hitting basically for the next. Where are you gonna get? Where are you gonna get your average? Alberto Mondesi and yeah, you'd have to ten. you'd have to do like a Mondesi and a birdie, and then just constantly getting like you know 15, 15, 20, 15 guys throughout. But yeah, it's, it's you a end up, tight you end up to walk doing that strategy, and then you end up um, getting yourself into a situation where you're drafting players that shouldn't even be drafted in this format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, like you're talking about drafting players that like could very well just not even be drafted in a lot of leagues. I I think in the right like this this draft closers went again very high in in the second round, but that other mm-hmm. one that we did, Zach, the other one that we did with uh, Tom's not here, but the other one you could you could do that. Like there were closers that there were teams that were not taking closers and it allowed everyone to get like a second elite closer. So it just, ha- it depends yeah, how the, the draft. This, this draft, like we saw Bard and, and Bednar fall super far in this draft. Like I think they fell further than this draft than they did in the other draft. It just, I guess you're talking about the elite, elite closes went later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in our, well, in our, yeah, well, yeah I, I was able to get, I was able to get Devin Williams in the fourth, which I wasn't expecting to happen. And what did you, what did you do? You, I just went Diaz in the second. Diaz. And then who else was able to double up? Oh yeah, then well, Schmidt got Hader and Hendricks, but that was round two and three. So like after round four, I think I was the only one that was able to really double up, except Albright got Housley and Duvall, which was yeah. Which is the other, which is the other pairing, but the Doval, I guess, is a little bit more risky now. But I don't know. Tom went Iglesias, Bard. Um, there's a lot of really nice pitching that is going like rounds five to nine ish. Yep. I mean, I got. Yep. I, I don't know if you guys consider Holmes a closer. I do, but I got Jansen and Holmes. Holmes went pretty late. I, I liked like it a lot. Yeah, no, yeah. I like that. I like. I like. I think the pitching. What, what Grant was just saying. What Grant was just saying about. I, th- I think the pitching late is like that's as my strategy, and it played out. I mean, it's definitely risky. Gossman and Lodolo. Like Lodolo, I love. I've known. I've loved him for since he was born, pretty much, but. I think he's close to a 200 strikeout pitcher and steamer agrees. So to get him and like a guy like that in the 10th and all, but there's a lot of guys in this range that I like. I love Gilbert. I like Severino. I like Rasmussen. I mean, there's a, I mean, you look at Ray Cortez, Ryan, there's a lot of good close uh, starters in this five to 10 range. Like, like Graham was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess the question is, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and that's sort of what I did too. I got Wheeler, Javier, Musgrove, five, yep. six, seven. Um, but like the question, I guess the bigger question is what are you foregoing in those rounds? So what you're foregoing, like one of the things I could, I, I could tell you right now is like, if you don't have a third baseman, Alex Bregman, like 
catch it. So those are the things. Is it worth it to like target the pitchers there? And you can only spend so many picks, even if you use one of them on something other than a pitcher. What is it like? What what are the things? What what things do you guys think are the most valuable that you're sort of foregoing if you focus on pitching, starting pitching in rounds five through nine, in the in this uh, gladiator format? I think you're missing out on a lot of middle infield speed, which is what I which is what I punted on. So or just speed in general. So look at like um, Jimenez, Tommy Edmond. Uh, there's a few other guys. Uh, Ahmed Rosario, Tim Anderson, Juan, Tim Anderson. Yeah, you, that, that's what you're missing out on. Yeah, you're missing, you're missing out on. And you got Buxton in here. He's going to steal you some bases. You got Adolise. Corbin Carroll. So that's who you're, you're, you're punting on is speed. I think, I think if you're, that's what you're missing out on there is the speed. Yeah. No, I think that's a fair. And I, and I think that, I think you're also missing out on that sort of like the last, the last call for catchers as well until. Yeah. But a lot of catchers so deep, a lot of people have a good C1 and then like the C2 is the question. Like, I mean, what do you believe in? Like, I mean, I got a lot of people. Look, look at round four. You've got I, I, you got Rutschman, Sal, and Will Smith, and then Kirk, Melendez, Wilson. I think all those guys are, and then JT and Barsha went before them. All the those were all like pretty damn good catchers. The question is, what was your C two? Like, did you get a good? Did you get a decent guy? So I'm trying to look at a team that like sort of punted pitching. Let's look at let's look at the flip and reverse it here. Team fourteen. Um, he focused on the scarce stuff. So he got Edwin Diaz, then you got two catchers, like the scarce categories. Uh, got enough, he got decent in stolen bases, but his first starter was Nestor Cortez in the eighth round, which is not bad. And then Joe Ryan in the ninth. And then he went back to to relief pitcher and uh, Alexis Diaz, but his his staff is Cortez, Ryan. Oh shit, he Grayson. went Diaz and Diaz. Yeah, so, fuck, he did what yeah. I wanted. Yeah, I was gonna say he he did in the fourteen hole what I did like Machado Diaz like I, yeah I, that's like that's a very similar build to what I would do in that spot. So let's look at the the staff the the, the starters the seven starters Cortez Joe Ryan Grayson Detmers Whitlock Savali McGill that's not good. That's yeah. late. Yeah. That's too late. That's so I think like what he did. I don't know anything that like you know who knows Gracie Rodriguez could be a beast, but um, yeah, I think after that, after that though, like yeah, it gets kind of wonky. Like you really needed three. to. I think what you needed to do is you need like Max Muncy. The, the Max Muncy pit probably should have been a pitcher. Um, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, he like could have like, like, gotten like Luis. He could have gotten like uh, Jordan Montgomery or Gonsolin or Swinger there, and that would have been much better. Yeah, even if you go down to like the 14, 15 turn where Indy and Benintendi, like he was already pretty good at hitting. Like that should have been like a, maybe a Barrios or something like that, or Sandup or I don't know, whatever. Like of all the um, something like that, he could have done. What about what else? I think Pamperin. He when we, when he was in here, um, yeah. So oh, yeah. he had he had Kirby in the seventh, and then we were just sort of joking around like, "Yo, you better get a pitcher." But he actually, I think he did a better job of recovering here because he also didn't take a second closer, but he got Kirby in the seventh. He got he Montero. Montero. He's, he's counting on Montero 
landing as a closer somewhere, I think. Well, but he resigned and he's, he's already, yeah. oh, he's did he? counting on he's counting on Presley getting hurt. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. So he probably thought like being that I had Presley, he's like, okay, so the best, like, I'm just going to bank on, because if, if Presley doesn't get hurt, Zach's obviously going to win this league because he's the best team. So he's like, <laughs> I'll just draft Montero and uh, it's my only chance to win. Um, <laughs> um, but no, but he got, uh, he got Kirby, Lynn, Pablo Lopez, Springs, Edward Cabrera, Tyler Anderson, and Car- Carrasco. So I, I think he actually did a pretty good job of recovering yeah. from that. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty good staff for yeah. Yeah, winning that one. Yeah, it is. It actually really is. Yeah. And, he, I, and then like, but like you know what, the back end of his hit, but like he did, he did. I think he was he drafted smart because the back end of his hitting is going to suffer, but like it has to be that way. Like his his last three hitters are Edward Oliveras, who's not going to play, obviously. Gio Urshela, Luis Urias, Trent Grisham. So they're like Hassan Kim in the 15th round. Like those are some, those are it's pretty warded up. Might not have games. enough at bats with the, a lot of those guys. I mean, I think Urshela is going to play. I think Urshela is going to play a lot, but Olivares. Yeah. Olivares is not going to play. But and, actually, it's your last round pick. It's your last round pick. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think Kim's going to play, but I think that that was a few rounds early. And I mean, I think if he had taken. Hawk, quite frankly, instead of Montero, I'd like I'd like it a lot better. But I think and and I'm not a I'm I don't know what you guys feel about Cabrera. I think in this format it's a, it's a little risky. I'd rather take a guy who I know is gonna, you know, just pick pitch, and for sure be in the rotation. But I think it's a I think he's got a solid squad. Yep. Anyone did anyone else wait on pitching? Dupont did I think kind of. Yeah, well, you got Darvish right. No, he he got Darvish right there, so that's good enough. Um, Any other teams? Not really. Um, I mean, that team Biddle kind of did. He only had he only had Rodon after through eight rounds, and then he had Snell and Dustin May. Like Rodon, Snell, May through eleven. That's not you're not really behind that. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't. I I think I think. I think that's the extent of waiting on pitching. Like, I, I don't, I think that if you wait, if you have less than two starters after the first like nine rounds, it's very, very hard for, for this gladiator. I've done some DCs where I, I, I started getting my starters in like round eight. Cause there are a lot of these guys, like kind of like how Pamperin built his staff. A lot of those pitchers I like, um, but in this format, I think you need probably like two starters by round nine, or else you're not gonna have enough quality innings. I just think so let's um, look at the team eight. that I think has the best the best starting pitching like up front, which is Ryan's team, team one, Alcantara, Strider, and Verlander in the first five rounds. And he's not even he doesn't even look like he's that behind in hitting. Like he's got Acuna, Story, Bregman, Vinny P, Yellick, Renfro. Like, it's a pretty good team. Yeah, like, so, like, like the idea is that I think aces are a lot more important in this format and not the pick on uh, Biddle. Um, but I think having, like, Barrios, Merrill Kelly, and Quantrill, like those volume guys, uh, are good in theory. 
but you might have like three, four ERA pitchers that are going to throw a ton of innings. Yep. Um, and that's that's going to be a bad thing. Um, yes. So I think like uh, getting like two, three aces in the first couple rounds, I think is going to be huge. Um, but then, but then again, it's a it's a juggling game because I didn't I don't have a secure closer. Um, I have Duran and Dominguez, so it's a bit of a risk. But I think you you're gonna need two or three aces. Yeah, um, and that's something that I'm pretty careful about at the end is like I don't want to take too many of those shots at the Quantrills and the Merrill Kellys, like. Um, at the end, like I was looking at guys like Tyler Molly, but I'm like, I can't like, it's one thing if you like take a shot on a Barrios and say like, he's a one pitcher, like, ah, there's like a 25% chance he blows you up. But if you take three of those guys, yeah, you might be just, you might just be fucked before the season starts because yep. one of those guys is going to kill you. They so, throw like, so like they throw so many innings. Yeah, that you just like, can't you can't compete in ERA and WHIP if they blow up. Yeah, and, and that's like, where I, that's where I was going on the three relievers thing. Like, just draft a skills guy. Yeah, like my my team at the end, my last three guys, like Taiwan Walker might be one of those guys, but I feel like he's not really in that category. And like Maeda, like I don't know, like I don't I don't I don't see them like. A, like guys that like I'd be really worried about are like Molly, Savali, Erod. Like, like I don't know. I guess Phil mentioned those guys on on the pod, on the earlier podcast, but like I agree. Um, even Matt to a degree, Urquidy, Syndergaard. Sorry, Ryan. I don't know if he's gonna pitch enough innings, but those like those guys, Martin Perez. It's not a bad thing though. If if they if if he's gonna blow you up and he's only gonna throw, you know whatever, not that many innings because that's, that's not a not bad thing. That's true though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he's gonna yeah, sign. Yeah. yeah, I took uh, Sendergaard. I I took in both drafts because I saw him working with the uh, the people that worked with Mitch Keller uh, to get his velocity back. And I think if Sendergaard gets his even like I don't know he lost I think he lost five miles an hour on his fastball. If he even gets two to three back, I think he's a really, really good pitcher to be taking in the twentieth, uh, twentieth plus round. But it's it's a it's a risk for sure. Jason, what do you think about Syndergaard? <laughs> uh, I didn't know that little nugget Ryan just shared. Otherwise, he's been dead to me for years. I, he missed the overrated. You know, back in the day with the Mets, he'd have his shirt off. People loved the velo. He was always a bust in my eyes. So. Not usually a fan, but I like what Ryan just said. Erase that from the segment from the podcast, Zach. That's for us only. We paid fifty dollars for that nugget from my no, man. No, no, keep, keep, keep that in. Well, the thing with Cinder, like, yeah, I get it. Like, I, that's a nice little nugget. That's a nice little nugget. But um, like Mitch Keller is like a young Channing. What, what and, did like, Mitch Keller do? Well, the thing is, like nothing. <laughs> Keller's not over 30, he's not over 30 years old and coming off of like several surgeries. Like there's a reason why Syndergaard's velocity is down. It doesn't like, so it doesn't come back. So actually there's not. Um, so again, you could take this out of the pot if you want, but I read this whole thread of, of the guy who runs, you know, the place that Keller and Syndergaard are going to. And he showed Syndergaard like, Hey man, you're doing this with your mechanics. And he showed him like a side by side of his mechanics from what he does now. 
to what he used to do. And uh, Syndergaard DM'd him and then went to the place. And, like, that's why they're working together. Um, yeah, so, so that that just like, it was just like, that, he was like, look who's here. Who, look who's here working. And it was like, I didn't clicked. know the the background of it. Like, of like, I was like, why am I seeing yeah, this? Like, but... I saw that. I saw, like, Syndergaard went to that place and the guy posted something about his mechanics. But what I didn't see is Syndergaard actually throwing faster. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. If, I, if I this guy, if this I guy automatically made everyone faster, everyone would go to him. Why no, that's what I said. It's no, no, it's a hundred percent a risk. I'm just like, that's the risk I'm taking that he gains a couple miles an hour oh, below. But yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't happen yet. Yeah, You're I'm right. just always pessimistic on Syndergaard. Syndergaard's like a guy that's just always been dead to me. So it's a, honest, it, like I'm just busting your balls. It's it's just a bias on my end, just because Syndergaard's just a guy that's been always been off my board. No, 100%. I haven't drafted him in a few years uh, either, but I, I don't know. He, he's a really good pitcher before he got Tommy John. So, like, so I just I really subscribe to the Mike the Mouth um, school of drafting, and he told me never to draft Syndergaard because uh, he's got a 10 cent brain <laughs> and he hates Syndergaard. So I just always, I always, listen, to my, I always listen to my boy, Mike the Mouth. <laughs> I'm just not convinced he's a good pitcher. I think, I think he, had great stuff and a great fastball six years ago. Um, but when he was with the Mets, I always was like, he's going to end up being a reliever because he's going to end up being their closer. Um, yeah, I just, I think he's a thrower and I think once he loses his stuff, it doesn't really play, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, do we shit on Syndergaard enough? I agree. I think we shit on him enough, yeah. <laughs> He's also gonna get hurt, you know that. <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine with me if he gives me 130 is, innings. This is better. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So we're basically hoping for an injury. <laughs> <laughs> so after, so like the conclusion is, we draft a Syndergaard, but we're hoping he gets, he gets hurt. If he's not good, yeah, true. I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm joking. No, no, I am shocked at the like modest cost, Matt Mervis here. Well, I thought Matt Mervis was like a top two hundred guy. No, no, because it's a uh, no There's bench, no waivers. Yeah, and yeah, you don't really know what he's not even going to start. Where did he? Where did he go? I'm, I'm mostly just him. shit talking it. I think on twenty one type is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, tell me how bad my team is then. instead of talking about Matt Mervis. <laughs> what uh, Zito? Yep. Well, so did Bob go? F- Wait, hang on. Can we? Can we look? Did Bob go four relievers? <laughs> just, Scott Barlow. So he's got. He's got Scott Barlow, Jose Leclerc, Jason Adam, and John Schreiber. He has four relievers. And River, and Mondesi. So it's like five relievers. That's interesting. He's, so he, 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 went... he, doesn't start, he, he doesn't start games either. He's just like a pinch runner. I like a lot of these players. So he went five starters, four relievers. Yeah. Who, I yeah. who, is, good, uh... who is – so he's got Gallon. Okay, so he's got Burns. And Scherzer and Gallon. 
So I guess maybe he thinks that he's so far ahead in strikeouts if they all stay healthy and Singer. Um, But yeah, Ashby's kind of a swing guy. I think they're going to have him start. Yeah, I think he just. We already said he doesn't care about $150 leagues. So for a $50 league, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I'm just. It's more the construction that's. This is 50. We're we're all kind of just feeling this out, so I like to see when people do different shit. Fifty dollars to him is like a is fifty dollars to us is like one penny to him. So this is like him like throwing a penny in a wishing well. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> all right, let's look at uh, Zito's team. Otani. Uh, I actually like this a lot. Yeah. What? Zito's team. That's Otani. what we were, what we were talking. Oh, you about. made you you made Otani a pitcher. Yep. By, by the pick of Winker. So, if Winker sucks, then... Whoa. Oh, whoa. Time out. Hold on. That's... That, so, that's crazy. So, like, this... I know. Just, nobody nobody noticed that. I was wondering... Let me just process yeah, I, that. I, I, I literally just noticed it, yeah. I mean, that's a good so, way to differentiate in the contest, because there might not mm-hmm. be anybody else that has Otani as a starter. So you you went twenty eight rounds, and then the pick of Jesse Winker flipped Otani to be a pitcher, and you took Otani in the first round. So you could have you could have had Otani as a hitter. Are you gonna have enough steals though, with what you did? Because you just gave up like 20, 25 20. to thirty steals, and I don't think no, you twenty steals. Let's twenty. Say twenty. All right, fine. Twenty. He's got ten from her. Let's let's be optimistic. You know, ten steals, from Hernandez. Ten steals, from Franco. It was what I was. I knew I was late on. You went through relievers too. I, I kind of man. I dig this. This is fun. You need you need Kelnick and Bellinger to go nuclear, and exactly. you got to hit on a closer. <laughs> and you got to hit on a closer. It's fun, man. <laughs> exactly. Go going for it all. Yeah. Okay, so let, let's just like Graham before you make your conclusion here. So our boy Zito here has Woodruff, McClanahan, and Castillo as his top three. That's a really, really good top three. Chris yeah. Sale, Kopech, Hawk, and, Ota- and Otani, and Hendricks, and really good pitching staff. At the end of at the end game, he just decides it's a great idea. To make Shohei Otani a pitcher for Jesse Winker as hitter. No, sorry, that's yeah, that's, no, yeah. I, 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 you... I'm sorry, like, I'll call a spade a spade. No, I would never yeah. in my fucking wildest dream do that. Okay, everybody loved Winker last year. So what? One year when he was in I Cincinnati, I loved him. When yeah, Cincinnati, and he's getting him. traded. So I don't know. Um, the the Otani switch is like kind of fucking crazy, but yeah, that's fun. crazy. I think you I, took I a legit. Wink, you just Winker was took, a darling for the last two years, and then had a shitty year once he got traded to Seattle, and then now everybody hates him. I, I I'm not shitting on the Winker it's, pick like in round yeah. Nine or well, he's getting traded, and it's a trade off. It's like crazy. Ever yeah you. You like turned your you turned your first round like speed power threat into 
a two like a short side or a two hundred strikeouts. Oh wait, but you didn't need it. You didn't need that, it. That, that, I mean, you have three you starters that are. Yeah, you you didn't. Need That's it. the whole point of this draft was that you need better starters. I don't like that people are punning starters. I mean that that's fine. Zig when other people are zagging. Yeah, they. they I just don't think. They, they I don't think get better starters later. I disagree. Yeah, I I don't think. I don't know if you have enough. Speed. I didn't want to do it. I really did not want to do it. But maybe okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being too quick to 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 jump to conclusions here because maybe it's not like maybe we shouldn't focus on Winker. Maybe it's just like okay, you wanted to make Otani the pitcher. And I at did. that point, being a pitcher, you just had like there was only there wasn't any good hitters left. So it's not really fair that you're for me to say, oh, well, you're just flipping Otani for fucking Jesse Winker because there's nothing good left there anyways. So if you decided to have Otani as your pitcher, you're just loading up on pitching. Um, but but my argument would be to you is that like where do you where I guess the quite not an argument. I guess my question to you is like where do you rank Otani as a pitcher? Like because is he really a first round pitcher? Like, wouldn't you rather just take like a Kyle Tucker or Aaron Judge or Bobby Witt instead? And then just like, and then it's just like the order of operations. Like, I guess is, that defeats the whole point of taking Otani. That's his flexibility. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're, you're never, yeah, you're right. You're never, I mean, get no, I did not want, I didn't want to do it. I thought Winker going, what, 22nd round? Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a good hitter. I'm not. I'm not I shitting the winker. It's just it's just sort, it's sort of like baffling to like, like that that fork in the road taking. Yeah, I winker hope you win, man. But really, um, I, I literally drafted this team to win it all. I, I don't care win. about the league. This is jokes. <laughs> I, I literally, so, I do not want to win the league. I want to win it all. I think so, you would have had a better chance of winning it all by keeping Otani as your util and just taking any of the other pitching that was available there See, because of how strong the rest of your three starters are. But wouldn't the argument, like wouldn't, wouldn't the argument be Otani and Winker versus the hitter you passed up on and the pitcher you could have taken in Winker's spot? Wouldn't that be the argument? That goes That's into cool. the whole catcher thing, though. Catcher thing? Jokes. Well, when you like, oh, you you draft a elite catcher, and then like, what hitter do you take later? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think your team's so, good. I just, I'm just, I, Rick, I, I think the team's really good. I just, I just having a really hard time wrapping my head around this process of Otani as a pitcher in round one. So when, who's the hitter you could? Who's the hitter you could have taken instead of Otani? I would have taken Soto, so you guys can shit on that. <laughs> nah, I can't, can't shit on one Soto. But, so it's Otani. If I wasn't Winker taking versus... Otani, I was taking Soto. The, the, you know, this, this just um, reiterates for me why I don't want to take Otani because I don't want to have to think about make this decision. I mean, I, I wouldn't really have to make the decision. I, I don't think I would take him out of the utility spot in this format, but yeah, it's just, it's hard to not like 
40 and 15 is so valuable. But... So what right, are you going to Wait. Oh, okay. You have Hend- You have Hendricks. I was gonna say, who's your closer? I, like, yeah, this team I just, is really. This team is really good. Like, I like yeah, the, I, I like agree. The I, I really, really like the players. I agree. Um, I really. Uh, you have a lot of the I'm guys. Just, I did not I, like the the choice of taking Winker, but I think Winker is gonna do good where he gets traded to. I, Winker in round twenty two. Like, you can't. Like, it's whatever. Like, like, like what else went around there? It's not. Bad. I don't think the Winker pick is bad in round 22. It's just like the flip of Otani. I'm trying to wrap so my what head pitch, around it. What, what pitcher should I take in instead of Winker? I don't know. Um, like, like, I guess it's not the question of like who you should have taken. It's like, did you need another pick? Because basically it's like, you're here's maybe what maybe how we could think about it. It's like you're around 22. You're looking at your team and you're like, do you need an ace pitcher? Like, if you, like, No, I don't. You, Like when when you when you're in round 22 and before you took Jesse Winker, you're thinking to myself, damn, my team, look at my team. I need another ace pitcher. True or false? I mean, I know I'm thinking about it. Here's here's the thought process. I I, I felt like I didn't need anything. I wanted average with homers and then I don't know whatever actually, best actually, wait best, it might, it's, whatever it might be a bad pick I'm thinking about it I'm thinking about it right so best case scenario let's just think about things as the best case scenario right so um Otani's like 30 home runs 20 RB or 30, 30 home runs 20 steals and he's like a 200 strikeout pitcher with good ratios best case right so and winker is like what a 20 home run guy with like a 275 average best case if he goes somewhere and gets to play every day and stays healthy and and all that stuff right so what you just decided was all right i'm gonna give up the 20 steals and 10 homers to get 200 strikeouts that's the decision that you that you made which I guess is not is not crazy if you think about it like that, but I think it's a lot harder for Winker to hit that best case scenario given the situation that is currently going on than it is for what you had in Otani at the utility and to just get to find a I don't know hundred you could pick up you, you could have drafted like a I don't know like a Luis Ortiz or whatever the Pirates guy that kind of had a really strong end of the year. He, you, he might be, uh, I don't know, 150 strikeout guy if all things go well for him. And I don't think you'd hurt your ratios because you have Woodruff, McClanahan, and Castillo who are going to lead your staff. So the damage that Ortiz could have done to your ratios wouldn't, I don't think would be that bad. I think this team's going to really compete. And I'm not trying to shit on it. I just find it super interesting to like, we're spending a lot of time talking about this because it's just like, it's really fascinating um, yeah. to see Otani as a pitch, as a pitcher in this format. It just, you it's know, just interesting. Like you're, never, you're, you're, you're likely never going to see this again, which is um, good because you're, you want to, you want a differentiated team, which is good. And especially you know, a really, really, really strong pitching. You might, you might have like, 
a team that no one has and one of the top pitching staffs in this whole contest. So like you said, you want to win it all. Um, well, Bellinger and Canelo, uh-huh. it's like you're going for it all <laughs> with those two. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, if you, if you see Otani as a pitcher in this format, I highly doubt you see him paired with Woodruff, McClanahan, and Castillo. So, yeah, this is going to be a super super unique team. Mm-hmm. Another thing no one's touched on is that you have three relievers. Um, and well, actually, Hawk, it's like, what's he going to do? Well, I think he's, I think he's a reliever. They said Not that, but they said they'll it'll be fluid. Hawks, he's non-binary. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but so let's just say you have three relievers, though, Hawk, Chapman, and Hendricks. That's the perfect team to have three relievers because you have Sale, Castillo, Otani, Woodruff, McClanahan. You have five potential aces. Kramer, are you wearing a snuggie right now? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a hoodie. <laughs> I wish I was wearing a snuggie. <laughs> yeah, team's a trip. On that note, I'm going to bed. This was fun, guys. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> later, Graham. See you later, Graham. Do you have to, do you have to look at anything? Who else is on this call? Fish, do you want to go over your team before we d- to end it off? Is Fish even there? No, he's uh, <laughs> it's just an empty chair. It's an empty chair. <laughs> yeah. Jay, do you want to go over your team? Did we, did we go over your team already? I I don't know if we did, but I'm happy. I mean, we talked about yeah, some of talk, the – uh, Let's talk about your team. Team's fucking solid. I like it. Um, again, a lot of injury risk. Um Trout, Chisholm, injury risk, uh, Anthony Rendon. He's not exactly Cal Ripken Jr. Um, <laughs> Ramon Laureano. Ahead. No, Evaldi's solid, dude. Don't go there. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I had a, a crazy speed base to start with. Returner, Realmuto, Jazz, um, Laureano later. So in a... I think I had some pretty good batting average up front too with Bogarts round six. Yep. But um, yeah, I plan to do a bunch of these, so I'm not going to have one particular uh, strategy. I was just trying to see who kind of falls to you. And um, like I said, the, I'm happy the closers kind of chilled out a little bit. That was ridiculous. The uh, first one, what we all had to yeah, do sure. if we wanted to play in that pool, that's stupid. Duvall in the second round in that first one. Yeah. Bobby Big Bucks. But I, I understood. I mean, you had to, if you wanted to get a couple guys, I, I mean, you had to pay the price. I mean, we all kind of moved up, I think, most of us to take them, but it just, uh, it's more fun if it's a little bit more normal, which uh, I know they still go early here and they'll always go early. Totally understand why people take them early, but uh, someone later here, of course. Yeah. Anything you anything you'd uh, do over in hindsight? No. I like how it came out. All right. Cool. 
Anyone want to rip my team to shreds? I love Zito. Zito, do you want your revenge? Zito, you want some revenge? Ryan, I shot on I shot on Syndergaard. Do you want to shit on one of my players? Zito, I shot on Otani. Do you want to shit on some of them, my picks? I said I would do the Duraguri thing. I probably would a little. Go ahead. No, I said I asked for it. I wanted you to like actually tell me what's what was wrong with it. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm I'm trying to figure this out just as much as you. I'm no expert at this. This this brand new format. Fuck, I didn't even realize I went through your levers to this fucking thing. Oh, wait. So, Rillo actually talked about what I was pushing for. Does nobody like it, though, if they just added the seven bench spots? It'd be, like, more strategy, and the setting lineups would be minimal. I know, Zach, you say, like, setting lineups in DCs takes you, whatever, two seconds. It takes normal people more than that. Yeah, man. Like in order to do well, and like it's just so much time and attention. Like I'm gonna exactly. But if you, this, like for this, wow. if you had seven bench spots, the like the strategy would be more, and setting lineups would be minimal because injuries would be so big. You could do it, but I would do like three of them. This no, like no, this is like because you did fifty DCs, and the, I'm not going to do fifty DCs again. Like I, I, I exactly. Like, so I, the, the, this is replacing your 50 DCs. Yeah, this is replacing it. But like if I did like if there was a draft with 23 rounds and then in the seven round bench, I don't know how many of those I would do. Um, you would just it, do no, no, none of those 50 DCs, which had no overall, which I love. That's what I hated about the 50 DCs. Oh, then, I, did like, I did like 18 of those NFBC 50s. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You do none of those oh. and, you, and you do this. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know if I'm, I don't know how many of those DCs in, in the 50 DCs I'll do this year. I think these gladiators going to replace a lot of them because it does exactly. take a lot of time. To, it does. It takes time to like. It doesn't take a ton of time setting the lineups like on a Monday. Like not a ton. Like if you do like 50 DCs, it's like two hours. But then it, it's like going back on Tuesday with. No, no. I, I mean, when I was saying 50 DCs, I was I was talking about the 50 dollar DCs. Yeah, no, I, I know what you meant, but like I did actually do 50 DCs and then I did like 18 $50 DCs. So that's okay. like 70, 70 draft and holds. And setting the lineups is like not like crazy, crazy, crazy. It's like two hours of your day in the morning. And then that's a lot. Of time. It, it's, it's a babysitting those motherfuckers like during the week because looking for injury, then, then you have to like, if you see an injury come like last minute or somebody's sitting off, you have to go and like, take time out of your day and, and fix it. So it's just like, it's like, it's like having another kid. So it would be the same thing with the, with the seven bench spots. You'd still have to, it's another team to babysit at the beginning of the week. So. I, I just think this team, this would be like, I don't know, five seconds. I think it'd be cool, but I, you, I, I, you I, would log I, in. I, I, I would do it, but I just couldn't do, I, I said I would, I probably, if that 30 round team, I'd probably do like three of them. Whereas this gladiator, I could do like 40 of them. And then you're going to do the same 50s? Oh, like what you're asking what I'm going to do this year? So don't I'm say saying, I'm saying with the 30 with the 30 rounder of this, 
would replace the fifty dollar DC, basically. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, it could. But I'm not gonna. I'm, I did eighteen of those last year. I'm not doing eighteen of those fifty dollar DCs again. I might exactly. Like so I'm saying that's what this is gonna replace. Yeah, but, yeah, I would do. I, yeah, I would do it. I would do like five of them. Why bother doing them? Good question. Are you These? gonna play any OCs? Yeah. Okay. That's all. I would say that's the only reason to uh, to do them is to kind of just set your mind in in the twelve team format. But I don't see like twelve teams. Like... Yeah. How much? How much yeah. money goes to the overall from those? Because I feel like those pay out like for which ones? The fifties. The, the... There is no overall for the fifties. There is no overall. No, I know, but don't. The, if you if you just look at each league, I, I mean maybe I'm thinking about it wrong, but like I think about how much. So there's 12 teams. Every team pays 50 bucks. I think the winner gets 400. Yeah, it's, and the it's second eight, place. It's second eight gets, eight, yeah. 80 percent yeah. payout. It's an 80 yeah. percent payout, and then like the top three teams get like a main event and like. Three pack OCs yeah. So, I mean, maybe I think about it wrong, and maybe it just goes in, uh, you know, Tom's pocket or whatever. But like, you you put in six hundred for the league, and it pays out five hundred. So, the the bigger I always think about it as like those leagues, the bigger percentage of the what's left over for the NFBC goes to the overall. I I just figured that those leagues go to pay the main event overall or whatever maybe i'm wrong i don't really know how the, the business works it's all the same bucket right they want to they want they need to they need to be profitable in each of the each of the contests because if a contest is not profitable individually it's like doing a cut it's like each each contest is a different customer so like it's like you're doing a customer profitability profitability if yeah. this individual customer is not profitable you stop selling to them so right. for example, the, the, the 50, they, 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 they rake in a hundred dollars for every league. So that's probably right. cool. And yep. the, the draft champions league, 66% goes to the league instead of like 80 something percent, but then another 13% goes to the overall and they rake in 20. Right. So. Yeah. I just think like setting lineups for this league would be minimal. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, but it's it's nice to like, like you. Well, I don't know about you guys, but for me, like I'll probably do like ten, fifteen of these. But I'll That's um, <laughs> I'll I'll check I'll check them three times a year. You check them before the season starts. Okay, which ones are alive? How many teams do I have? Like three, four guys injured before the season even starts. Then you check them at the All Star break to see how they do, how they're doing, and then check them at the end of the year when. Fucking the season's over. So yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. It's just done. Yeah. I don't know. Zito, what you're, I, what you're talking about is like basically a main event with no fab. Exactly. Yeah. It's more strategy at fifty dollars, and then minimal fab. There's no fab. Yeah, I, would do it. I would do it. I would do it. I would do it. I would do I it. Say, I, I think would do it. this draft is literally it's going to be all luck. It's literally gambling. Who stays healthy? At least giving you the seven bench spots, you know, gives you a little bit of flexibility plus more strategy. Yeah, you're yeah. just taking away luck for work, which is. But the case I think the work, the, the work will be a lot of minimal. The work's going to be minimal. 
Yeah, to trade off between work and work and luck, which is basically life, right? That's what that's that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's um, uh, so the overall seventy eight hundred, right? Something like that. That's what that. That's why I'm going to do zero, probably fifty DCs. Is I'd rather do this for throwing fifty bucks into winning seven. What is it, seventy five hundred? Well, and save yourself you know, whatever, however many hours throughout the rest of the year of not setting those. The fifties were my last when I was setting my lineups and obviously something would pop up during normal work. So they, I would probably get to them after Cincinnati lineups locked. Like (laughs) I literally would not want to draft Cincinnati and Cubs lineups because they lock first. Yeah. So you should kind of, Avoid cops. Fish, fish is going to be screwed with all the Suzuki shares that he's going to sit. That he's going to be not knowing if he's going to sit like on Monday. Does morning. anybody think about that? Because I, I really hate that with the Cincinnati. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I hate. I've that. said that before. Like, don't draft Cubs because there's Marlins. There's Marlins yeah, start early now too on Mondays. They do the six thirty or six fucking two forties on Thursdays. That sucks. Yeah, the Friday Friday matinees suck. Yeah, they should make it like football. Everyone, everyone starts at the same time now. <laughs> I put in the Unless... chat. I suck. These uh, these gladiator right. contests remind me of like the underdog football best balls. You can just like keep doing them. I don't know. A lot of you guys don't play the football best balls, but yeah. it's just like you can you can draft so many of them. They're kind of quick. This is like I wish there was a quicker version of this. You like you, are out you know what? If they, if they made this like a like a twenty second clock or a twenty five second clock, you could do these like driving to work. <laughs> I want to get into it, but it's like my head I'm would still, explode. I'm still into baseball in, in August, so it's like. No, nah, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get into football. I don't even fucking watch. No, I watch one game a week. I watch Sunday night football. That's all I can watch. Well, I'm no, happy football, for you. Football is just fucked. You don't want to get into it. No. You also you also don't want to do the volume that I did this year. I, there's no there's no like. Are you having a good year? Because I'm having a horrible horrible year this year. For football. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing I, terrible. I'm. I, this is my worst year. In the last four years, ever. Yeah, football. I don't know. I think I haven't talked to anyone that does is doing well in football. I think I, I, know, I, I, I don't do volume. I did. I only did four leagues, NFB or NFFC or whatever it is, in my home leagues. But usually, wow. like that's that's what I don't know. I usually do pretty good. I think I'm, I said this last year. I think I'm, I think I'm done with football. I said the same thing last year, but then I just love drafting. So I think we need to like. We need to have baseball like all year round. So I think second, we need to have baseball draft starting this, in July. The second chance. They didn't do the second chance this year. That's what it is. But they should they should have 2024 drafts starting like in the all-star game. You know how we started drafting like right during the playoffs? Yeah. We should have drafts starting in July for next year. Well, they did the um, – not this year, but the year before they did those like point leagues. Yeah. Just like do anything, uh, anything to stop me from drafting football, please. Can we just like have earlier baseball drafts just so I don't draft football? 
well, they can have they can open up these throughout the season. Just do like you know, gladiator, like July gladiator, June gladiator, and you just yeah, draft it, and, and it's closed. Like, then Jordan Walker becomes like a second round pick. Yeah, but it, the, it's contained to that contest. So the June gladiator is only competing against the teams that are drafted in that month, and then like, st- and you just stagger it, and you. I mean, I don't Part think there the, would be enough interest. Going in June of 2023 for 2024. Like, no, I'm not saying for 2024. I'm saying I'm saying for the rest of 2023. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I misunderstood you. No, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I like yeah, the so second chance league. I yeah, like the second I, chance league a lot. That was my uh, second NFPC league I did. Yeah, Ever. I, 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 uh, I would have done them. I would have done a couple this year. Actually, fucking Greg and Derek could just keep making money. They could just keep rolling these gladiators. You could have an April gladiator, a May gladiator, just for rest. it's all rest of season. Sort of like that's their football what, game team. That's what I just said. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no, that's wait. Zach, did did you hear why why didn't they do the May like the May second chance drafts? Have you heard? Um, no. They I don't said know. there was. I, I I remember them saying there wasn't enough interest, but I would have. Maybe done they that. didn't make it. Was it even that? Yeah, maybe that. I mean, I thought they came close to the to the number of entries they wanted. So it's looking, not that look- big big of a payout. It's like ten grand. I'm looking at the board again because I can't take closers this fucking early unless I'm drafting the back and get class A or something like that. Yeah, is it, the... stu- is it stupid to pass on Gregory Soto and the ten eleven no. turn? It took every fucking ounce of me to not take Gregory Soto, but you. So I still like what you did with your with your relievers again ryan like for i mean you've been in the same spot both times so you kind of are, are stuck but um like it was hard for me to take romano there i was really close to not taking him in the second round but i did that the last time when and uh i paid for it because everyone after me i think i was in the sixth spot the first time and everyone after me, that's when Doval and all those guys went. And there's nothing left for me in the third round. And I was just fucked. So um, I was I, – I like the analogy of just like uh, take your vitamins and just take your second – you know, take your closer when they're running and don't try to um, – Who were yeah. you thinking between – who was it between Romano and who? Who was like your non-closer choice there? There was literally nobody. Uh, I guess it. Knowing Trout. me, uh, yeah, I was thinking about. I think I was thinking about Trout. Um, it would have either been Trout or like. I might have just taken Varsho up there. I I really wanted. I really wanted Over to. Real what's that? Over real. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, wasn't I, there. I was going either like Tatis, Trout, or Jordan. Yeah, I really wanted. So I was I was going to go out, outfield if Hendricks wasn't there. Yeah, 
I, I didn't really have anybody else in mind. Like I really wanted Hendricks or Hader or Cole or um, and everyone just started going. And I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah, I think I think I had Trout and I think I had Trout in my queue and then Romano. So it would have probably been one of them. Yeah, it's just that Soto is like guaranteed to start the year as the closer, and even though he sucks, so it's fucking, where it's fucking Soto safe. It's safe. He goes so late. He went uh, he went middle oh. of the twelfth. But you got you got Sir Anthony like in the thirteenth. Like yeah. I would argue, Sir Anthony might be a better pick than Soto. Soto kind of yeah. sucks, right? Yep. No, he does. No, he does. That's why I didn't take him. But I feel like it's maybe dumb to not take him. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't think so. I think I think you're better off. I mean, like you have Duran, so. <laughs> but I have two guys. I have two guys that might not close though. It's and if they don't right. close, team's fucking dead. Ratio. They at least they won't hurt your ratios though. Like Soto might close with like a one-three whip, and he might not close the whole season and he might get traded. They're saying that he's been shopped around already early this off season, him and uh, Joe Jimenez. They've been, they've been saying that they're like entertaining offers for them. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. Imagine you, you don't have ADP um, forget about ADP and all this group think that we've seen already for these couple drafts. You're in a, you're in a draft you need a closer two players on the board, Soto and Jorge Lopez. Who are you taking? In a, in a vacuum. Soto. Soto? Soto. I mean, I'm, ta- I'm taking I'll Lopez. I'll feel this. I want. Uh, <laughs> John Soto? That's, that's tough. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, taking Lopez. Uh, but I, 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 I don't like lefty closers that aren't named Josh Shader to begin with. Um, and I think Lopez on the better team, and I think he's going to be the primary closer. Okay. And so, I've just to... been out on Soto going back to last year. Too. Dutter, Ryan? Not really. Just because you need saves. Um yeah, I mean you're right. I don't like Soto either, but I don't know. What if you took like you had Duran and you took Duran, you paired Duran and and Lopez, sort of like what Rob did in our other draft with Seawald and um, what's his face? Munoz. Munoz. Yeah, it's not a horrible idea. So if you have two good pitchers, like. How many, like, because if you're guessing, so let's say you have, like, a guy like I take Ryan Pressy, he gets, what, like, 75% of the Astro saves? So if he's getting, like, 30 saves, there's another, there's another 10 on the table. So you're getting, like, it's almost like you're getting another 10 saves out of this other pitcher, but you're also, like, reducing the variance. So it's, like... You're getting all the saves as long as no one, no one gets hurt. So, and, and as long as you're good pitchers, you're getting the good ratios. So it's like, pair. Does it does it make sense to pair 
players on the same team in this format? On a team like the Astros, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. How many saves would have Presley and Montero gotten you this year? Like 40? Mm-hmm. 45. I think Montero got like 15, and I think Presley got 30, right? Naris might have got a couple here and there, too. I think yeah. for the league, it's okay, but overall. I don't overall, know. I don't you're not going to. You're going to still fall short. I mean, you're it depends on the rest of your team, but competitive. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're short of for... the total win, total saves, but like 45 saves in this is going to probably be like. You're not winning the 7,500. Depends on what With the rest of your team saves? is. And that's. Right. Zito, you're always naysaying. Presley had 33 and Montero had 40, if, 47 saves me. between the two of them. It, well, if I like you, that if you if you get <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess to get Presley and Montero, you're still spending hot. But like, if you can get 45 saves after round eight, when the rest of the competition is getting, you know, 30 of their saves in round two, you might you might as well take Barnes later. Matt Burns? Yeah. He could get 30 saves. Could. He could. Better than Montero. Why would you? Yeah, I wouldn't have drafted Montero regardless at all in this format. Yeah, I think um, think that's my thing. Any pairing with Presley. I'm just saying take Barnes in the last round. I think that's my one issue so far with the, the two teams I drafted is the uncertainty at closer. But I'm trying to think of like an overall contest, if the rest of your team is like really fucking good and you hit on mm-hmm. two closers, that just – I mean, if they just give you like 15 if, – if, if I didn't get Hendricks, I was going to punt. Staves. Oh, there's Yeldy. Hey, did he happened. pay his 50 bucks? Oh, I paid. It's not money, but I've paid. Blood, sweat, and tears is what I've paid. <laughs> I like the way <laughs> But, oh, no, I'm just down here, coast, you know, just chilling. <laughs> it's like this t-shirt weather. Take off your shirt. You want me to, don't you? Don't worry. No, but I'm- All right, yo, I'm, I'm going to stop the recording. We can stay on, but I'm going to stop the recording because this is just getting too long. You're going to drop I, the, uh, another I even, hole. I didn't even know you were still recording. I thought you stopped like an hour ago. How long is it? Um, I don't know, but we should. It's got to be, be uh, Yankees stuck. Three and a half hours. Get down there.